am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Welcome to Prattle World. I am your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to the 100th episode, Cell web Ration. And this has a very special guest. I am Jack's Musings. So Spider-Dan today is face-to-face with what I like to think of as my biggest fan. Some other people may argue, but Jack's Musings, I believe, to be my biggest fan, as I've never met Jack until this very moment. We have never been face-to-face. It, this is over Zoom, but this still counts to me. Um, and welcome, Jack, finally to the show. After a 100 episodes, you are here. What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> I have to say it's a pleasure. Thank you, sir, for a lovely introduction as well. You're a star. You're an absolute star, sir. Well, I mean, I've enjoyed the ride. It's been it's been excellent. Um, obviously, don't want to get into too much before we, we we start working our way through our topics for the evening. But um, yeah, I feel like I feel like I've been there for, for the for the long haul. I've been there for the for the ride from you know from the roller coaster ride from uh, the from the green light up until the hundredth episode. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been great fun. I've really enjoyed. Uh, listen to all your shows and seeing the evolution of your of your kind of presentation style and uh, what you're aiming to do with the podcast. So it's a real honour to be here on number one hundred. It certainly, it certainly is. I, I, it's very special for me as well um, to have somebody who's always commenting, always retweeting, always sharing, always listening. Um, it's amazing because I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've got a few people that that follow, but I don't know how many listen to like every episode, and I'm pretty sure. You're the only body, the only person I know that listens to every single episode, um, regardless of what it's about, what the topic is, you know, whether it's something you've never heard of, whether it's something that's unpopular, you're always there and you've always got something positive to say or a great insight into any anything. Even if you don't know about it, you're like, you know what? I'll give it a go. Let's have it, let's see what this is. And I think that's what my show is all about. I want to. Mm introduce people to new things get them to try stuff and that's kind of that's one of the the wondrous things about podcasts for me is the way i can reach people you know as far away as you as far away as many of the other countries that people listen in india canada all over the world it's amazing to me that that one people listen and two (laughs) they listen you know consistently and as far away as that and you know they take that in and they they think about it and then they come back as well um and it's amazing um i i I was we were talking a little bit earlier before about how how the podcast started and how you found it um and i have i have to kind of say i have to tip my hat to uh to my friend dan ketis who was kind of an inspiration to me because he kind of introduced me to the world of podcasting via Nerdify, which was a podcast we had way, 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 way back now. Um, dearly departed, very dearly missed as well by other kind of the people on Twitter we have, like the Nerds Chatting, Jack, Jack and the Geeks Talk, all those guys who were also really supportive of me when I started out, kind of uh, looked at my kind of the episodes and my music and stuff and kind of helped me with 
everything because uh, I, I knew nothing. Like I, I'm not I'm not a guy who knows audio. I'm not a guy who this is just this was a whole new world to me. But I thought I'd give it a go, and I kind of adopted a lot of the people that that Dan had on his Twitter because I thought. Mm they might be interested. I'm pretty sure I adopted you as well. And I think that's probably how you found the podcast from me kind of sharing and retweeting. So when you when you did find the podcast, how did you find it? Was it because I, I think those first three episodes are a bit rough. They are a little rough for me, uh, listening back and going, okay, yeah, they're not great. Like the sound quality, because I've become a bit of an audio snob as time's gone on as well. Like the more the more money I've spent on it and the more I've refined my audio skills. Um, sound, looking back and I just go, oh, that's really tough on the ears to listen to that. Yeah. Uh, how, how did you find it? How did you find it going on? Do you think was it like oh this is maybe this isn't so great, but maybe he'll he'll develop his skills? Or I think the process you're talking about is probably true for all podcasts, isn't it? I mean, um, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, obviously, I haven't. If I'm honest, I haven't gone back and listened to your first three episodes in the build up to tonight. I've listened to some, as as I said to you before, but um, I perhaps didn't go back that far. And I, yeah, like, and I think it's only natural, isn't it? I'm, you know, we're all perfectionists to an extent, and we all want to do the best job that we can. And, and that was the best job you could do at that point. It was a it was a learning process, wasn't it? We've got to do it a little bit wrong. A mantra I have uh, when I teach in my daily job, uh, you know, you've got to do it wrong before you can do it right. You just happen to be recording yourself for posterity for all time for us all to hear. It not wrong, <laughs> but not quite right yet. No, I, um, I was I was I was inspired by the fellow kind of podcasters who have mm. they they have many different sections and many different kind of stuff going on like. They'll cover it. They'll have a news section. They'll have, you know, a main review section. They'll have, you know, a listener comments section, like all this sort of stuff. Uh, and I was trying to be, I think, a little too much like that because I tend to, I tend to prattle on as as it is prattle world. Um, and that that was my main issue is that I couldn't I couldn't fit it in at the time. Um, so so that's why I kind of simplified everything. I just went right. This is this is the topic. This is the one topic. And we're just gonna we're just gonna go and we're gonna talk till we're absolutely exhausted, nothing left to say, and then we'll call it a day. Um, I had very little money when I started off as well, so I was I didn't have a computer, I didn't have a laptop, didn't have a computer, didn't have anything else that I really did need at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But but I had a, I had an iPad and I had a few other bits and pieces. So I found I found an app called I think it was called Hokusai, it was a Japanese audio editing app that I found, which is still available, I think. Um, and I was editing through that, and I had like not a USB mic, but like a little a one with a jack. Funnily enough, mm. um, and I would just plug in and record through that. Um, and it wasn't the best quality. It wasn't the best. I couldn't. There was only there were certain things I could do with with it, but it wasn't the ideal way to edit. Or you know, also if the if the iPad if I if it was processing, so if it was processing the recording. It would if it if the iPad like went to a screensaver or or you know faded to black or whatever you want to call it, um, that would destroy the recording, right? Which um, depressed me a lot of the time when that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I've spent an hour and a half on this, and now it's gone. I did a hot. I was so excited. Um, I watched Suspiria, the the Dario Argento Suspiria, for the very first time. Loved it. Spent an hour and a half talking about it, and that is now gone. That is, that's an hour and a half I'll never get back. 
Um, but I was so blown away by it. I'm so amazed by it. Maybe I'll come back to Suspiria. I don't know. But at the, ta- at the time, I was so gutted. I don't think I did another recording for about about two months, three months, or something like that. Um, but yeah, over, over time, it has the, I, the my main bugaboo is technology. Like I've never had issue. I'm I'm so creative. I've never had an issue coming up with content. <laughs> Um, it's, I've, I've never had an issue with that, but it, I, I've always had an issue with the technology and technology always seems to fail me just when I need it. Mm. Um, mm. like in Malta, there was several, there was several interviews I did. I interviewed, um, oh God, what was her name? Forget it. But, um, she, she was in the crow, um, and she was in a few of the big, like big movies. She did playboy and all sorts of stuff. We had a very weird interview. It was brilliant and bizarre, but the, my machine died and uh, my audio interface died, and the, I lost that recording as well. So that that's the most heartbreaking stuff is when it's just gone. I bet. And there's nothing nothing to to do. Um, I'm I'm in the process of currently backing up all my episodes as well because because Andy uh, from Angry Andy Reviews, as you are very familiar with, um, he uh, he accidentally deleted a lot of his episodes the other day. Um, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I think I saw him tweet about it. Yeah. Yeah, she was proper gutted and I was like I need to back these up just in case something like that happens to me because I know that you know just like the Parker look I've got the brazier look so it will go wrong eventually so yeah so I'm currently in the process of doing that but yeah for me it's a it's it's a te- it's a technical thing uh for me that which is the main problem um but I, again I come from a performance background I come from an acting background so um I come from a creative background which I think I think helps um, coming up with ideas for the show and and you know delivering um, being entertaining being you know having a laugh you know telling jokes and stuff I think that comes to me fairly naturally um, mm-hmm. but, but you know I've spent most of today editing and processing videos and and the audio and that that just takes me forever and I'm just and I you know I, I my mouse my most mouse pad broke today and I was like oh this is all brilliant I'm supposed to record my hundredth episode <laughs> tonight why um, but yeah it's uh, it's uh but it has it has evolved and i have spent a lot of money um and i do recommend if you are going to start your podcast um to spend if you're mm. co- if you're going to do it do it properly i mean loads of people record like podcasts are so varied in the ways you can have them you know some people record them when they're running some people will do it on the train you know they'll just have a little clip on mic or they'll have a big big mic an xlr mic like i've got and an audio interface um they might just record off their a phone or tablet you know there's so many different ways and so many ways you can produce you know you can do whole sketches and things so it depends what you want to do but I, I personally would recommend like saving up some money before you start and buying some and do your research and and see what technology you might need um I would also recommend audacity as well if you start off editing audio um that's basically um it's free and you know it's it's not that user friendly but there's so many youtube videos on it you won't struggle um but you have started your very own podcast recently indeed i have the easy part though i just have to turn up and talk so um (laughs) all the technical side is taken care of for me um yeah the very kind guys over at comics emotion invited me to uh to join their little kind of family because I'd appeared on a couple of the podcasts there, um, as I know you have as well, uh, in recent months. I have. Um, so our paths have been crossing all over the place until we we finally managed to, to organise tonight. Um, yeah, so that's been really enjoyable. I do need to learn. I'm really excited to get into the to the more technical side. I'm probably more that minded than I am performance minded. Hmm. 
So the the actual talking part is the harder part for me. I'm a little bit introverted in uh, in life, I think. Anyway, normally, I have been listening back to myself, which I was thought would be cringeworthy, but it's been all right. But mostly because it's been a real it's been a real learning experience for me. Hmm. So for my first appearance on with Tony on his indie comic spotlight through Max, and um, you know, and now my own show with Tony uh, Seasons Greetings. Um, well, we're looking at Buffy at the moment, season by season. Um, we've got a very special guest coming up soon for season three. Oh, um, mm. I think his name might be Dan. I think I'm not sure. Maybe, um, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, really on, I'm honoured to be on yours, and, and I hope you're honoured oh, to well. be on mine. So, yeah, it's great. It's a bit like the Star Wars universe, isn't it? You know, it's it could be expansive that you know you could go anywhere you want in the galaxy, but you always seem to be drawn back to the, to the same kind of places and the same people. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying that, and I think you know I've learned a lot from you. I think you have found your voice now, definitely. Mm. I really like what you said there about the idea of you know like you weren't imitating, but you were you were taking ideas as you said from what was around you. But I think I think where you've ended up now is definitely where you where you live it's where you know it works for you i don't think you need any of the kind of the garnish no um, and, and I, I think i'm always very much like kind of occam's razor i'm like let's keep it simple let's keep it straightforward and let's just do what we do best um i i also like um i like the i like the randomness of my channel mm. it's like you don't know what you're going to get one week like this this the podcast that's coming out this week was not planned but it's what you'll get right. <laughs> um, yeah but it's still it's still good stuff, still quality stuff. Um, I like I like the varied voices I bring as well um, to it. I don't I don't want to just kind of keep. It, it was just me and Dennis. As much as I love Dennis, you know, uh, Dennis also said, "Please mention me on this podcast. I need to be mentioned. <laughs> I need you to talk about me, even though I'm not there. I need to be mentioned." I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite episodes are with you, Dennis. My favorite guest is you, Dennis. You know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we've talked about you, Dennis, so we'll put you Don't together. worry, Dennis, I'm going to talk about you as well. Oh, well, let's, let's hope it's good. Let's hope it's good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I try and bring people, like, luckily, like, most of these people are my friends. Like, I don't tend to have a lot of kind of celebrities and stuff. Um, I mean, I've spoken to some great people like Al Ewing um, and some uh, the WrestleTopia guys were really cool as well. Um, some, like, proper professionals, you know, top of their game, like, who who knew that you know when I started this in 2018? So it's almost been four years that I would be speaking, you know, interviewing the biggest name, one of the biggest names in comics, if not the biggest name at Marvel, the biggest writer at Marvel, you know, would be on my show, and I would be on a bus with him in Malta, and we were joking, and we're joking about how the Venger Boys would be a great political party for the UK. Oh, who knew? Certainly couldn't be any worse. So. <laughs> You are right, sir. You are right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've had a lot of fun and it's taken a lot of time to develop. But I'm at the moment, I'm really comfortable with the audio quality. And I'm really comfortable with Zoom now because that was another fucking technical mm. hurdle I had to overcome. Um, and those those early episodes on Zoom are not the best for audio. And that's and that's just the way they are. Um, but again, I've we've learned, like you said, you've got to do it wrong to do it right. And I yeah. just certainly have so so now i feel comfortable doing recording zooms and recording in person when i can when when possible but yeah no i i feel like the show has has come along leaps and bounds and and you can see as well by the amount of people now that are you know com- coming to us with you know all sorts of information about how much they love it all the reviews are coming in um, and I, I feel so i feel humbled and i feel blessed because i you know i didn't expect this kind of stuff and and you especially has been have been a real like 
you know, if the days that I'm feeling a bit low or I'm like, oh, I can't really be bothered or, you know, I'm just like, oh, I just don't want to record today. I'll think, I'll think, yeah, but Jack's there. I'll be like, Jack, Jack is waiting and, and he needs something. He needs content. It's true. And I and don't that, need it. And that'll pick me up. And, you know, and if, if, if I can't be with somebody, I'll find a way to do something else. Um, I'll find another guest or I'll re, you know, rejig. Um, that's, that's often why I don't kind of announce things. Cause I feel like if I announce stuff, that's coming um mm. you know if i can't do it for whatever reason illness or technology or whatever you know i'm gonna let those people down let you down let everybody down um but but no like you know you guys are gonna keep coming back and, and i know i know you're there because you're, you're never i'm i'm gonna hold on to you for dear life jack you're not going anywhere <laughs> there'll always be one download at least yes and that's that's all i need that's all i need like i'm not i'm not one of these people that's you know, obsessed with, you know, get, I want, I want it to be accessible to as much, as many people as possible, but I'm not, I'm not like gonna, I'm not going to be like, I've not, I've not got enough likes on my post. You know, I'm not one of these people. I will, you know, if somebody decides they don't want to, you know, contribute on Patreon, it's not going to break my heart. I'll go fair enough, you know? Um, so, so yeah. And it's, yeah, it's been a heck of a ride. I didn't, I never thought I would have, have got to a hundred episodes so soon. I never thought I'd get to a hundred episodes full stop. Um, but it's, it's for people like you and like, as much as this is like me patting myself on the back, it, it's, it's kind of also me just saying a big thank you to everybody who listens and everyone who's been on the show and continues to listen to listen and you know everyone who's been involved it's it's been an amazing journey um and i i've no signs of stopping no signs of stopping. no good um, i imagine you've got a very strong core fan base now that they wouldn't ever go and uh, i'm sure there's many much uh, many more people like me who are sitting there you know looking forward to the next random episode because that's what we want from you not just not expect what we want you know like this like, uh, i think that's exactly what i come to you for you know probably much like yourself I listen to quite a few podcasts and they give me that but what you give me is uh, a wider world of things I'd never even contemplated or I have not thought about for a very long time you know thinking to your recent episode on the um to Ewok to Ewok movies wow yes um, yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah long may it continue as you just said absolutely well um I think I think we're uh, I think we're we're rolling along quite smoothly now so I think um Again, like I've, I've thanked everybody, I think I need to thank for the moment. Um, also, uh, uh, TD Velasquez at um, and now the podcast starts. Um, a guy I've had on, and I've been on his podcast as well. He kind of helped when I was guesting on his podcast. It kind of inspired me again to get started on my own. So I have to thank him as well. Excellent guy, um, very nice as well, uh, and I'll have him back on soon as well. Yeah, another another thing I wanted to mention is um, you know, this this helps me with kind of my mental health and balancing me out, but I have a lot of guests as well that struggle with mental health problems as well. Um, and this show can often give them a distraction from whatever they're going through. Um, it gives the listeners a distraction sometimes as well. Um, because it's not been the greatest of year for me or for anybody else out there, um, you know, in regards to anything and everything. Um, but I I always I, I have so many people that come away and go, I really needed that. Um, thank you for taking my mind off it, or oh my god, I can't believe I talked for a whole hour and a half about you know some fucking shit movie, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, 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 it's it's it is a gift like to to do this, and it is a gift to to have all that good goodwill come back to me as well. And I do I do feel it kind of 
tenfold. Um, so I'm, it's 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 wonderful that just me, you know, prattling on is is so helpful to others and it's helpful to me and and so many others. So it's it's yeah, it's it's a brilliant brilliant thing. And I couldn't recommend people getting involved in podcasting more like if you've got something you want to talk about if you something you know about um you know if, or if you want to perform something you've got writing you know you've got music mm. go out and do it i recommend it it's it's once you get your head around it it's good you know but again there are services you can pay for i currently pay for a service called alitu so that's a l i t u and it is a a website where you can they edit you can edit your podcast on however they take care of all the sound stuff so if you're not very good with sound or you know like me sound engineering sound technician stuff they will do it for you you just cut out what you don't want and that's they'll they'll do the rest so simple so easy you know find find a good host and then you're off and running that's all you need really you know a microphone a host and then just an edit editing software. Um, that's all you need, and and you're away. Um, so please go out and do it. You know, please be inspired to do this. You know, um, if it's not me inspiring you, hopefully somebody else has inspired you. Or if you have an idea, if you've got a great idea or a take, bring it to us. Or if you've got an opinion that you want out there, definitely, definitely give it. Um, anyway, moving on. So I wanted to just quickly go over some some facts and figures about the podcast. Um, do you want to hazard a guess how many downloads we've had at the at this time of recording? Oh. At the time of recording, this is March 9th. This is not going to be out till May um, for reasons, um, but we'll we'll get into that later. Um, how many downloads do you think there's been? Okay, in total, total of all time of whole wow. time. Uh. 50,000. 50,000. I wish. I wish. Okay. Well, you know, I, was, I just did a quick, you know, not in my head, not at all, but, you know, <laughs> I went to my calculator apps. I thought, you know, roughly 700 per, well, I guess I guess perhaps that is unfair. Maybe it's 700 now, the place mm. you're at now. I don't know. So it is, in fact, 8,100 ah. and 48 downloads for all time. All these people are missing out. Where are those other... 48,000 people. What are they doing with their lives? Foolish. They're probably listening to Kevin Smith or Chris Jericho or someone like that. Come and listen to them. Everyone listens to them. Yeah, it's it's popular. Do what's unpopular. This is what my show's about, unpopular stuff. I'm unpopular. Come and listen to me. (laughs) Live on the fringe. It's much more interesting. Absolutely. So, so yeah, that's amazing. That only just went over very recently. I only just announced 7,000, so that's that's happened in a very short time. Okay, fair enough. So um, This is why I don't teach maths. (laughs) <laughs> oh, don't worry. My math skills are pretty poor as well. Piss poor <laughs> math skills. Um, what do you think are the top five episodes? Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Most downloaded episodes. It's it's yeah. a it's a very eclectic mix. It's probably a one. Is you, it really okay? Yeah, it's probably ones you don't think. So I assume something where you've ha- where you have had one of these guests on, you know, where it's it's a name you would think would feature there. So maybe um, one of your comics or a couple of your comic interviews. No. From also perhaps it appear? No. No, in fact. No, in fact. Hmm. Twilight? Oh, close. It was in the top ten. Just because of obviously its its status out, out in the world. The Danny O'Neill one? Uh I think again that was sort of in the top ten or just outside the top ten, I believe. I'll I'll tell you because you won't you won't yeah, guess. I'm you will not guess. So shall I go from number five upwards? That makes sense. 
So number five is the top five comic book video games with Scott Hodgson. Um, okay, yeah. Then we have The Host. So Bong Joon Ho's The mm, Host mm. Uh, with Matt Campbell. Did that come out around the time of Parasite? It did, yeah. It did, did it? Oh, I did. Okay. Well, I, I I released it. I released it in time for Parasite, but the, the, his film came out in two thousand six. Um, Meek's Cutoff, which uh, mm. I'll, I'll talk about a little bit later with Hannah Hobley and Nathan Smith. Um, that was number three. That's surprising to me as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And the last two are, are ones I've done on my own, so they're short form ones. Uh, so Puny Pods. So it's The Flash: Return of Barry Allen and Spider Man: Spider Man versus Wolverine. So I can kind of guess why that. All right. Popular, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't have—I wouldn't have guessed those, and I don't think anybody else would. Um, what about what about uh, the top five countries that the podcast is listened to in? Not including the UK, uh, including including the UK as well. I, so, I assume so one. Probably... You got one. You got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there is somebody you've dropped in into the podcast already, so you have mentioned two countries. So I assume they might be top of your mind for a reason. Okay. So Canada and India? They are on there, yes. You're paying attention, you see. You are, you are. Very intelligent man. Uh, America? Yeah, United States. And you've got one more. You're almost there. This is the hardest one, I think. Nigeria. Uh, it is, in fact, Belgium. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Big in Belgium. Yeah, big in Belgium. Uh, who knew? Who knew? Um, so what do you think the top five apps or search engines that the podcast is listened to on are? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So Apple Podcasts, I assume. Number one with a bullet. Spotify? Spotify is not on in the top five. So this is where, you know, my limited knowledge of uh, podcast services Maybe. is going to really show Think think more um, think more search engines. I think it's probably easier. Oh, really? Okay. So we're looking at like Google and Yahoo and Bing and I don't know who else there is for that either. Uh, I'll I'll reveal them. So we've got yeah, please. We've got Safari, which is the uh, which is the the Apple search engine, uh, which makes sense. Um, you've got the Android Player, which is just I think the the Android um, just your, your player for your podcast. I imagine. Uh, I don't have an Android phone, so. Again, technical the technical faults in my in my <laughs> my brain. I don't know Android, um, and then we've got Google Chrome as well. Um, I think you mentioned Google already, but um, the the most surprising one is quite a recent addition is Ghana Ghana, which is a which is G A A N A, which is an Indian uh, podcast app. Recently, I've added the RSS feed, which is the feed um, that kind of produces your podcast, and you can put it on various apps and things. So I put it on um, various kind of um, apps that are used in India and the surrounding countries because because they have now have their own operating system. So India and the surrounding countries now have smartphones. Um, so they are now able to listen to podcasts for the very first time. So I've added I've added the RSS feed and my downloads have have boomed since I've added okay. it to, to India. So it's I think it's called the the Kai OS operating system. Um, so everyone's everyone's using it over there. Um, and yeah, if you are guys, if you're a podcaster and you've not got your your podcast on Ghana or any of the other surround, I think Hub Hopper and Agihami, and then there's a few others. Uh, Geo Savan is one. Get your RSS feed on there, and your downloads will boom. Trust me. Um, well, I believe they were, Un- unless it's just me. Unless I'm just so good that that's all they listen to. Yeah. 
Who knows? But thank you very much, India. Thank you for all your downloads. Bollywood yeah. beckons. It does. Funnily enough, my dad is uh, my dad is um, a doctor of Oriental med- medicine, like tween uh reflexology, that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And he used to he used to work with a lot of Bollywood stars. And he, when I was acting, he was like, "Give me give me a CV. I'll see if I can get you a job over in Bollywood." And I went, "Dad, I can act, but I can't sing and I can't dance. So I'm going to be <laughs> unless unless they want me to do anything like that, I'm, I'll be I'll be rubbish." But again, who knows? But never came off. Never happened. But but that was my, that's the uh, closest uh, I've got to India. I may, in fact, this year actually do to celebrate. I might actually look at Spider-Man India the comic, perhaps. Um, hmm. Maybe that might be an interesting thing for the for my for our Indian market. But yeah, excellent. Yeah, right. So th- those are the stats. Um, so now I have tasked you with something very important today. I have tasked you, you have. with coming up with a question for a competition. Now, the competition is not being released on social media. It's only for the people who listen, so pay attention. Um, This is a question that Jack has created for this competition. The prize for the competition is a 12-inch Marvel Legends Spider-Man figurine, action figure. And all I want you to do is message me, uh, you know, post me, whatever you want to do, get in touch with me somehow, email me, go on the website, go on my social medias, whatever you need to do, get me that answer as soon as possible when this podcast comes out and you may be in to win this figure. However, it's only available to people within the UK because I'm very, very cheap. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I will only send it to the UK. Um, But still, if you're in the UK, listen, get entering, get me a message and I'll I'll send it off to you. So, Jack, what is your question? Well, before I, just quickly, you know, you showed it to me before before we started. You know, so it's a glorious prize. I thoroughly recommend everyone listening gets their answers in quick. I think a good question may be mm-hmm. quite simple, but um, I think it ties you and your alter ego together. Oh, so I'd like people to be able to answer: What is Peter Parker's and Spider Dan's IQ level? That is a that's a hard one. I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know my IQ level. <laughs> well, you're going you, to find out when the answers come in. I, I, I'll have to. I'll have to now. Okay, that's a great. <laughs> que- that is a great question. Even I, even me, the biggest Spider-Man fan, does not know Peter Parker's IQ level. Excellent. Again, oh, for a little bit. Oh, that is a, that's an excellent question. Again. Not letting me down in the slightest, you know. Uh, you uh, meeting meeting my hero and meeting my expectations. Thank you very much, Jack. That was amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um, right, so we're coming. We're coming a little bit. We're moving on as well. I don't want to. I don't want to hold too long because we we are on a timer. We are on a timer. We're always on a timer. We're always on a timer. We could talk all night, Jack. You and I about all sorts, um, but we've got things to do. We've got things to crack on with. So I have ten questions for you, and you have ten questions for me. Are you ready? Indeed. Okay. I'm ready. I would like you to go first. I would like to get the first question. Uh, what is your most memorable moment from hosting the show? Well, luckily, I've already, I'm already going to talk about this later, so I already know the answer. So quite a while, a while back, I had my friend Gary uh, Dixon on. Uh, he's, a, he's a guy I work with. He's in my team at work. Um, he's a great guy, really lovely guy. Um, and we did Spice World. Uh, we talked about Spice mm. World, which is... Yeah. 
a totally off the wall episode, probably one of the most popular at the time, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Most one of the most downloaded. And and during the discussion, he talked about how much he loved the Spice Girls. And let's be honest, it's not a great movie, but I appreciated his love for Spice World and Spice Girls and Jerry Halliwell in particular. Um, and during the story, he he started talking about him as a young man being inspired to come out as gay because the Spice Girls inspired him to be, you know, who he was supposed to be. Um, and I thought I thought that was a really special moment. And and it's it's something that still kind of touches me now. And and it's it's you know I've I've listed a few moments later on. Um, I've missed some favorite stuff later on, and that is one of my favorite moments. Um, I think somebody else somebody else has mentioned that as well because that's that's something that just came out. Of, out of nowhere, it, you know, I didn't say say this, say this. You know, he just offered that information up, and it. it was really, it was really touching and really special. So yeah, um, I've got a question for you. Um, Fire goes back to the question. It's basically what I asked earlier. How do you find the time to balance family life, work, watching <laughs> all the movies, listening to all the podcasts, and writing the blog? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I get up early and I stay up late. If I could not sleep, I would, you know, if I could take a pill to not sleep, I genuinely would. I hate it because I feel like it's wasted time. Mm. Um, I'm the only member of my family that feels that way. And in fact, my oldest, who's eight, asked me a a few days ago, like, Daddy, do you like sleep? And I was like, no, I genuinely don't. Oh, I love sleep, Daddy. I love That's a good thing for an eight-year-old to say because you know it's going to buy you some time uh, to be a grown-up. So I guess your your kids are never fighting to, like, stay up late then. Oh, we love sleep, Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Once a fortnight, he, the eldest, so what, he's he's eight and the youngest is two. So no, he just goes to bed when he's told. But the eldest gets a treat once a fortnight to stay up for, for movie night. So he gets a pick and we get the big screen out and we get the popcorn and the sweets. And the, oh. so that's our like kind of special time, which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know where, it, I don't know. It just seems to fit in. I mean, um, yeah, most people are asleep in my house by 10 o'clock. So that gives me a good couple of hours. My podcast listening takes up a lot of my time but it's always on the go i'm quite an um, audio learner i suppose so i can be doing something else i can be washing up or cycling to work or whatever it is that i'm doing at the same time and, and still manage to take it all in so that's where most of my podcast listening goes so hearing you say earlier about the amount of people listening like on a on a streaming like you know on a, on a mac or on a computer surprises me because that's just not something i ever do yeah not for um, me either like I, I tend to listen to my podcasts and my music when i'm walking when i'm when i'm out and about mm, when, I'm, mm. when i'm when i'm commuting to work or what have you um so like the last year it's my actually me listening to podcasts has really dipped so i'm my new year's resolution is to actually when i'm working actively listen to podcasts because i'm not doing it normally if mm. i don't I don't make myself do it now. And again, it's it's been brilliant because I've been introduced to like Comics in Motion, that uh, creative community, which I love. It's amazing. Um, get 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 subscribed to that podcast because they are fantastic. They're doing mm-hmm. God, they're doing God's work, and they get one out. They get one out more often than I do because, to be fair, they've got twenty different teams doing stuff. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, it does help. But it's it's just me. It's just me on my one. Um, but yeah, it's great stuff. But yeah, I, 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 I'm the same. I'm very much like I, I will be out doing something or I, I'll be cleaning the house or, you know, something like that. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, it, it sounds like you've, you know, you get up late, you do stuff and, you know, it's good that you can fill this time that it's not, you know, it's not, it's, it doesn't seem draining to me when you talk about it. It doesn't seem draining at all. It just seems like you're average, average every day and it's something you can manage and, 
and and figure out how to do. And I think it's amazing to to have you, your kids must be so lucky to have a dad like you who can fit everything in, can work, and then still spend time with them and do all this other stuff as well. Very very lucky kids, I think. Oh well, thank you. I mean, we'll ask them again in another you know ten years and see how they feel. <laughs> yes, teenagers are the worst. Um, right. right. What's your second question? Um, so you obviously you've brought up already tonight, so this is good that it's leading in um, about your performing background. Mm. So I, I always find it interesting when you talk about that uh, in your podcast. So I've got a couple of questions about that. Sure. So the first one is in your kind of actual past of being an actor. Mm. What has been the kind of your most favourite part that you've played? Ooh, I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Banquo in Macbeth. Mm. I think. Um, because it's not a role I would usually get. I I tend to get kind of the villain or the the elder mentor or the wizard or you know because so, <laughs> I've almost I've almost never had hair and I've always looked a bit older than I am. Um, so I, I tend to have those or I'm the the smackhead or something like that. I'm all <laughs> you know all the lovely roles and people are like oh they're so good, they're so good those roles I want to play that and I'm like yeah but I just want to for once I want to be like the the leading man or the romantic lead right. you know, every so often or I'm a, you know I'm usually like a bloody zombie or something. Um, so yeah, Banquo is kind of the closest I got to like a kind of straight role and kind of the best mate. Um, mm. And and again, I also I mean I, I love I love Shakespeare, and one of the parts I played as well was um, <laughs> one of the parts I played was um, oh god what's his name Oberon in a Midsummer Night's Dream. That was my final year production at university. Uh, okay, it, but it was all inspired by Universal Monsters. So so oh, nice. So Titania um, or Titania, as the director wanted to call her, Titania. Um, <laughs> she looked like the bride of she looked like the bride of Frankenstein. Um, I I looked like um, I, I looked like Nosferatu, um, mm. and then the, the fairies were like these zombie kind of girls, um, these almost dead ghost girls. Um, so that was the the kind of world that that was created. Uh, the director had that in mind, um, and and I make a good. I look like Nosferatu. I've got the ears for it. I've got the bald head for it. So. <laughs> You can picture me, picture me. I'll see if I can find some. I've got some photos somewhere. Um, I'll pull them out and um, I'll I'll post them or send them somewhere. I'm sure. Um, and uh, you you can I see it. you can see. I yeah. It, it's it's. I think it's one of the the roles I've been photographed well as because it was very much like a very physical role. A lot of, a lot of hands, a lot of hands and stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, that was th- those two are probably my favourite roles. I think. Um, but I've. I've I've had lots. I've had lots. Um, Buttons was quite good. The first ever pantomime I did, I played Buttons. Oh yeah. Again, was very different from roles I'd played in the past. So that was that was fun to be the kind of silly, you know, funny, you know, all the kids love you that kind of role. Yeah, that, mm. that was a that was a good. And it, it was my first paid job as well. So I was like, yes, mates, money. <laughs> so so yeah, um, yeah. Did you say you had another acting question or? Yeah, I can go. I can fly straight into question number three if you want. Go for it. Go for it. So the flip side of that, I and mean, I don't know, I don't know what you're, hmm. if you're still harboring the ambitions, or if you're still still thinking about the acting. But like, if you could play any part, what would it be? Uh, Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've got a take. I think I'd, I think I'd make a really good Ebenezer Scrooge. And again, look older than I am. Um, and I think I could, I think I could do it. I love Christmas Carol. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I played Fagin, Fagin a while back, um, very long time ago now, um, but and that I really enjoyed as well. 
one of the one of the directors, uh, not the director, the mu- the musician, the piano guy, the mu- musical director. Uh, he said, he said, I love your thing, and he gets more and more paedophilic every night. <laughs> I was like, I think that's a compliment. But yeah, sure, okay. There's one in there somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so yeah, Ebenezer Scrooge definitely is is and you know I love all my Christmassy stuff, the alternative Christmassy stuff. You know me. Um, so yeah, mm. definitely that. Um, do you want to just carry on with your questions, and then I'll just run through mine when, when you're done. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Um, okay. Uh, still in the same kind of realm. You can see where my thought process was going. Good. Which comic character that we haven't yet seen uh, are you keen to, to 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 have move into live action? The mobile organism designed only for killing, Modoc. Um, All right. Okay. I, I I think he's pure Kirby, uh, pure Jack Kirby creation. Um, he's amazing. Looks great. Um, I mm. think I think he's he's funny. Yet he can also be very disturbing. The idea can be really disturbing and haunting. Mm. Um, I know we're getting a, an, an animated series with him, but I'd like to see a really dark take on Modoc and really like you know, body horror kind of fucked up take on Modoc because I think that's that's within the realms of possibility. Um, so, yes. So we need a Cronenberg take, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, give me that. V- video drone, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, I love that shit. Get, you know, feed me that. Um, yes, Modoc, absolutely Modoc. When did he, um, when was he invented? Like, when was he first written? Um, so he it was introduced in Tales of Suspense. I don't know the number, but it was uh, Captain America's story um, where he was fighting AIM. Because he was the leader of mm-hmm. AIM, he was mm-hmm. created created by AIM, but then took over. It was um, Iron Man and Captain America shared that book. Um, so yeah, so he, he only makes an appearance very very briefly. Um, but yeah, amazing kind of sixties kind of character. Bizarre. Mm. But he's kind of developed, and, and there's loads of different versions of him as well. But he's either often played for a joke, but then there's also you know the more serious take on him. But I think both work. Um, I personally really enjoy Modox Eleven, which is like is basically Ocean's Eleven, but with Modoc mm-hmm. and the supervillains of the Marvel Universe. Um, okay, which I think is a is a genius idea. Um, give me that. Give give me that. I love I love all the kind of weird and wacky villains like the Armadillo and stuff. You know, give me all those kind of characters. But yeah, definitely Modoc. Definitely. See that? There's my main. There's my just going to my notes. There's my first thing I'm making on my notes based on today's podcast from me from me Dan. You know, something <laughs> to look up later afterwards. That's what I come here for. Yeah, Modoc's eleven. All right. Uh, now I'm, I'm sort of stop being distracted. Uh, so think about content that you've done in your in your uh, podcast. I was looking back at the episodes and what you've covered, and I wondered what you think is not necessarily in the podcast, but hmm. what's the most non-mainstream kind of you know like secret film that would i can't i can't quite remember your exact catchphrase you know like secret secret film that would bore others um oh, yeah, yeah. you think you've seen like what's the most kind of alternative odd film that you reckon you've seen now i watched a film very recently i posted about on twitter called mm. who who can kill a child yeah i remember seeing it yeah and and it was it opens with the first seven or eight minutes are footages from viet footage from vietnam um world mm. war Two, auschwitz um either of um ill injured or dying children which was mm. quite a bit to take in um yeah however like if you the, the that footage has got nothing to do with the film 
Um, but I think because of that footage, a lot of people will avoid the film and will not watch mm, the film. Mm, mm. Um, and I would, if you're, if that upsets you, which most people, I think it would. Um, even even I was upset, but I I feel that I need to watch the uncut version of stuff, um, the unedited version. I watch the whole thing. Um, but when you get into the main film, it is so good, so uh, taut, so full of suspense, and that moral question is is throughout. Like you don't you don't know yourself if you're in that situation would you actually kill a child um it's a spanish film i've not seen any other spanish films um but um i do like killer kid movies um you know it's a weird genre but i like it um i like the idea of taking something innocent and and turning it on its head something innocent mm. and not harmful into something else something other mm. um and i think that film does it expertly um uh yeah so that is probably one that people would normally avoid and people you know even me talking about it now i can see why people would um i think that's that's the reason however when you get past that seven or eight minutes fantastic film great performances Mm. great music um just everything about it was 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 phenomenal i think um if you can get hold of it i i had to buy it on itunes to get it so now now i've got that forever Uh (laughs) (laughs) you're on some sort of list somewhere i bet I know, right? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that one's... I, I mean, I've not done a podcast on that. Uh, I may do in the future, possibly. But um, that was definitely something that I think is is underrated or is avoided for for obvious reasons. You know, totally... I, I get why people would avoid it. Um, but I would definitely search that out, skip the first eight minutes, seven or eight minutes, wait for the actual film to start, and then and then enjoy that for what it is, which is a fantastic film so you don't think the first eight minutes are essential to what comes later no i I get what they're trying to say but it's Mm -hmm. not it's not essential Mm. so you you could have easily just cut that for me that those eight minutes because you still it's still like an hour and 40 something so you'd still have like an hour and a half worth of stuff yeah so i just yeah i would have just personally i would have excised that but again i get what he's sort of trying to say but it's still nah nah Um, but yeah, I would, I would, I would check that film out. But again, I understand why. But I skip, just skip those those minutes. Just skip them for a really good not horror film. Quite as excitedly reaching towards my notes <laughs> uh, for that one as I was Madox Eleven, if I'm honest. And and you know what? I totally understand it. I totally get it. But that's that's what this this was this show's about. You know, it's it's introducing Absolutely. to stuff that maybe you know. I like to get out of my side my comfort zones, and that was very much mm. outside my comfort zone, outside mm. of many people's comfort zones. Um, but yeah, that it's it's there. I present it, take it for what it is. If you want it, you don't have to take it. You know, it's a lovely it's a lovely little pill if you like it, but it is also covered with eight minutes of of horrible shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, who can who can kill a child? Definitely. Uh Go a few on. left. Yeah. So yeah, if you could only read one of the two big comic publishers from now on, so DC or Marvel, who would it be and why? So are we talking um what they're releasing at the moment? No, well, no, I think if you if if you you know in this ridiculous world where we get these people that say, I'm a DC guy, I'm a Marvel guy. We know that you know, most fans that doesn't exist. We're both. We like we like what we like from both properties and, we, and there'll be things that we don't like from either. But if you were forced to make a choice, which way would you go? I think I'd probably still have to go Marvel. I, I, I'll be honest, I've read more DC in the recent years and last few years, probably doing this podcast as well. Um, I, I have, I've had 
uh, Marvel Unlimited, but I've not enjoyed it as much as I used to. I've had it for several years now, um, and now I just I'm cancelling it because I'm not really using it at all. Um, yeah, but I will still buy Marvel comic books for Comicsology and stuff. Um, but I would I would still go Marvel because I've I think you know when I was growing up I felt very much the outsider and stuff. I felt you know there's days where you feel like a feel like a bloody monster and stuff. And I and I always related to the stories from Marvel and and you know their monsters were heroes or the the people mm-hmm. who were not were not necessarily the best looking or had disabilities or you know or any, mm-hmm. things like that. They mm-hmm. they were made into heroes. I think I think DC is very much about gods trying to be human which i don't think is as compelling for me um because these characters are, are born of accidents are born of problems and born of stuff and i and for a longest time like the dc characters didn't really have those things until marvel kind of said said let's make this soup let's focus on the human within superhuman um mm. and and revolutionize the industry you know um and I think that's probably why I would stick with those characters. I'm more familiar, you know. This, as much as I know about DC, I'm not as well versed in it because of con- of the constant kind of reboots and stuff that occur. Which, mm. for better or for better or for worse, that's just what they do. Um, and Marvel never has really done a massive reboot until very until the the latest Secret Wars. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, um, definitely Marvel, definitely Marvel. But I very much love DC. I'm I'm not one of the fanboys that fights. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not perpetuating that argument. I just think, you know, it's an interesting one to think about, you know, if you had to. Yeah. If I, if you put a gun to my head, yeah, I go Marvel. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd even take that much time to think about it. I would just go Marvel. With a gun to your head, that's probably advisable. Yes. <laughs> think quickly. <laughs> um, so again, you know, doing my research back as I was for your, for your class, I was thinking like, Obviously, the majority of things you cover is comics and films, I would say, other than your kind of special topics. Mm-hmm. So I just wondered what your thoughts were of of branching out into other areas, like whether you contemplate TV or music or whether you feel like that's too 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 much work or it's too mainstream, I don't know. Um, so so with, with the podcast specifically or what I'm doing now, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, just scrolling back through your episodes or – as they are now, like eighty something of them, um, you know, the comics and films is what leaps out, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I just wondered whether there were any. Well, we're going to get to future plans, aren't we? But oh yeah. yeah. Whether there was any time, any any time of that kind, you think of that that might be something you might. Um, I I did used to we used I used to write articles for for Nerdify way back. Mm. Um, I'll I'll be honest, I'm not I'm not that well versed in my writing skills. Um, it's not something i i suffer from uh, dyslexia and dyspraxia so sometimes um you know my, my punctuation is atrocious um you know dan, dan used to have to ed- edit my articles and he would sometimes edit them quite drastically just because i'm like ah! it's just like it's just like you know uh, m- ramblings of a madman sometimes um so so i i mean i know you guys like max and everybody max Byrne and everybody there and tony they're all you know you guys write as well and do all this other stuff and i'm like it's like i i i I would, but I just don't think I'm as as well versed in that realm. I, I'll give it a go. I'd give it a, if, if you know if somebody wants to pay me for it. I'll I'll do it. <laughs> somebody somebody want to you know do all the technical stuff with the the YouTube stuff. I'll do a YouTube channel. Um, you know, or you know, do TV. I'm I'm open. I, I'm you know, send me send me a line. You know, send me an email. Send me you know, whoever wants to get involved wants to do something. I'm 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 interested. You know, if as long as it kind of fits with what I'm doing, I'm yeah happy with that. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So give me a ring. Give me a ring. Was All that- right, a couple left. couple left. Go for it. Uh, dream job. Dream job. Dream job. Well, to do, to do this full-time would be great. I, yeah, I, sure. I, I would love this because I, I really enjoy, you know, I enjoy doing the research. I enjoy, like, you know, creating the little bits of art and stuff. You know, it's not not amazing, but it's 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 something to kind of uh, pass the time. Um, yeah, I'd lo- I'd love to kind of I'd love to get kind of more stuck into like the you know the search engine optimization stuff and kind of work at, work out how that works and take advantage of that stuff. Um, um, you know, uh, so yeah, this just this pay me full, full time for this. What I'm already doing. All right, uh, idol. Who's your idol? Ooh, that's a tough one. Tough one. I'm going to have to say Stanley. I think. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I luckily I got I got to meet him um, a few years before before he passed away. And I was I was genuinely quite gutted when he died. Like it's not it's not every celebrity I, you know I I'm, I'm very you know because it I, it took it took me a few days to kind of kind of process it. And I was like bloody hell, this is you know it's um, you know people are, are get attached to different actors and various other stuff, but. Um, but for me, like Stan, Stan was really important, and and you know, you know, you knew it was important to people that knew me because the second I came out of work, my phone fucking exploded with metal. Right. It was like, oh my god, Stan's dead. Are you okay? Are you all right? Oh my god, you met him. You know, it's so sad. You know, he's such a lovely guy and stuff. And you know, you know, his back history might not be. You know, I'm not saying he was a saint. He's absolutely, yeah, of course, you know. Yeah, yeah. With everything that's gone with Kirby, with Ditko, he's not, you know, he's a businessman. But for me, he he was on, he was, you know, he voiced the cartoons, he made cameos, you know, you know, he he was there from, a, and his voice was was there for a very from a very young age for me from reading those, you know, origin comics and stuff and Spider Man, you know. Um, so yeah, I would say Stan because he was just a creative powerhouse. Um, you know, again, some of the creativity might be more on the shoulders of other people, but. For me, you know, he was the guy. He was the guy. So um, I understand if people don't, you know, believe in that the same feel have the same feelings that I do for Stan. But for me, um, he was he was Stan the man. Oh, look at that lovely finish! Uh, right, um, I, I guess I have to finish my questions off for you. Go for it. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Number. Uh, sorry, did I do number two? No, I didn't do number two. So number two, uh, what is the future for your new podcast, Seasons Greetings? Currently titled mm. Binging Buffy, but obviously you want to kind of branch out and do other stuff. Um, so like Sliders, I think you discussed um, doing that possibly in the future. Yeah, so Tony, I've been throwing around a few ideas. I think we're going to go straight from Buffy into Angel. It just seems to make sense. So we're going to do those two shows back to back. So that's covering a year of podcast for us. Um, which is a bit scary. We first discussed it in January this year. So, um, and I think the first one came out in February, didn't it? Or two came out in February in the end. So yeah, we'll be looking at the rest of the year being based in, in that kind of, um, in that kind of universe. And then, yeah, I guess I don't know how we'll decide what comes next. We've discussed a few ideas. Sliders is one. I think we both felt passionate about it when we were, uh, a bit younger. He's a few years older than me, but not a lot. Um, he, he's really keen on doing the original Next Generation run, which um, would be really interesting to see. Um, I've not watched those for a long time. The first episode we did together, I discussed the old BBC Two like alternative six o'clock to like half past seven slot, um, where they used to have... Oh, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like Next Generation. That's 
it. Yeah, all these shows that I loved all, all were on uh, at that kind of time on BBC Two. So essentially anything that was shown on BBC Two between six o'clock and half by seven uh, midweek, we, we could put in there. Um, yeah, sliders, I think, yeah, Sliders was definitely in that slot as well, I remember. Yeah. Sliders was in that slot, 100%. Yeah, we had like the Fresh Prince and didn't we? Oh. Yeah, Next Gen and... They had a bit of Sim- uh, they, had Sim- they had Simpsons, but they only showed the like a, a set few episodes that they owned. I think they did. You're right. They had Simpsons as well. Yeah, before Channel Four got it. So I don't know. I think I think we found our rhythm now. So I think it's good that we've got you coming on next episode because we kind of we feel like we know what we're doing. We've had those couple episodes to get under our feet. Yeah, we're 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 we're, we're building. I think. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And this is my first proper foray into this world. I've done a couple of guest spots, and but taking a bit of ownership's been really good. And you know, we've mentioned them a couple of times. We're not here to to to, to completely lord them, but you know, the the guys at Comments in Motion are, are so um, they're so giving with their time. And if you go to them with an idea, it's like okay, great. If we can find a way to fit that into our slot, they, they their aim is one a day then they'll, they'll find a way to fit it in. So That's amazing. who knows, you know, if I get, you know, inspired, there's a couple of things swimming around in my head that, that, that might, you know, if this goes well and um, I've got time to fit it in, that I might think about doing as well. Yeah. Keep, keep those ideas percolating because mm. you, you never know, like, you know, who, who knew that I'd be up to a hundred episodes. I, I couldn't have even predicted that. Who knew? But um, yeah, the future is bright. The future is certainly bright for season's greetings, and I, I can't wait to be on it myself and and get proper stuck in because I'm I'm loving Buffy at the moment, just uh, going through those yes. again. Really top quality stuff. I know Andy started watching them as well. Um, oh, great! Never seen them, and I've never seen Angel, so that would be a really good okay. one to to follow up with this because I can just kind of follow your your podcast mm. um, and kind of follow the seasons as you do them. So yeah, it'd be brilliant. Um, next question. Um, what do you look for in your creator content, uh, such as podcasts and YouTube? Mm. What do you look for specifically? I think, yeah, I don't repeat myself, but I think, you know, I think the reason I've been drawn to you and then obviously I found Andy through you as well is, um, I do, I like to, I like to be introduced to new things much like yourself. I'm willing to give anything a go. Even even if it's going to push my boundaries, you know, you know, I made the joke before about not being so keen to jump on. Um, would you would you kill a child? I think it was called. Yeah. But but you know, I would say I, I would I would sit and give it a go and give it a watch and try it out. Mm. Um, so that's that's a that's a main thing that I'm drawn to. I think um, passionate opinion is really important, but but it needs to be reasoned as well. I think it needs to be it needs to come from a place where you're passionate about it, but you're not vehement about I my way is the right way. Um, and I think that's definitely something your show offers because the guests you get on don't always agree with what you what you're trying to say. No. Um, they're definitely some things I look forward to. And I think I'm quite nostalgic, I suppose, in a way. I think most of us are really. And I'm getting to that age now. So I turned 40 last year. So I'm getting to that age now where all the kind of creators, I suppose, who who are moving into power in, in companies, um, in terms of you know, comics and films and TV. Are probably of a similar age or a little bit older than me so between 40 and 50 so grew up on the same things i grew up and it happens in these cycles doesn't it yeah so all this content we're getting now is all stuff which i either read or watched or was drawn to when i was younger so all these nostalgic shows you know cobra kai i mean that's just pushing all my buttons yeah and of course you know the explosion of, of marvel and the mcu where you know a kid growing up in the 80s uh reading comics was not cool um and it wasn't in the 90s either i can tell you that no no fair enough yeah yeah 
Um, but, you know, a kid watching MCU movies now mm. is the coolest thing you can do, which is great. And that's awesome. And I'm pleased about that. But um, So, yeah, they're the things I suppose I look for. Yeah. I, I And that's why I, I pride myself on being passionate and having people that are mm. passionate. Um, you know, Andy, for example, is very passionate um, sometimes in, in whatever way he takes it. Um, you know, and, and I always enjoy his opinions. Again, we don't always agree. Um sometimes he i feel he's unnecessarily harsh sometimes he thinks i'm a little you know a little too soft on some films um but that's that's just the way we float but i appreciate his opinion i'll take it in we'll take it on board um mm. you know and sometimes we can totally agree on something 100% um but yeah pa- passion is really important to me um and i want to be either passionately not like something while also giving it a chance or mm. you know passionately like something while still you know, admiring its flaws and, you know, kind of respecting its flaws sure. within the storytelling, you know. I mean, look at, you know, the litany of films I've covered, you know, a lot of those follow and cover that base, you know. We can talk Maniac Cop and all sorts, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there's loads. Next question. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Uh, no. Good answer. <laughs> um, what has been your favourite review to write on your blog? I think it has to be uh, the Mandalorian season two because the process of watching that with my eldest was quite something. We uh, we we started it late, so unfortunately, I did have the big season finale spoiler uh, revealed to me. But um, that paled into comparison to because what I did, I'd watched all of season one, so then I rewatched season one with him. But um, it just took a little it took a little while to get through it. Um, he was enjoying it, but you know, when you're eight, your focus isn't always on one thing. It pings around like a like pinball. Even when, um, even when you're 33, season... even when you're 33, same. <laughs> but when we got to season two, he really got into it, and um, yeah, for for Christmas, I got bought a projector and a big screen for, because we couldn't go to the cinema. It was a really beautiful gift. We couldn't go to the cinema, so the cinema was brought to me. Um, so we watched the season finale of that on on the big screen. And um, we were on separate sofas in the living room and he turned to me. Uh, sorry, guys, spoilers for Mandalorian season two if you've not seen it. But when um, Grogu leaves, he just turned to me and completely broke and was in floods of tears. I'm not seeing him that for a really long time. And then he looked at me and saw that I was crying as well. So he just came, we had a big cuddle and a cry on the sofa together. Um, so it was a really magical moment. And then getting to write about that and put it into words and know that's out there uh, forever. Mm. Um, yeah, that was quite a special one to write. And I really tried to put put how that felt to me into that review. So I've you know, I've gone back and read that a couple of times because it's just when I need a little kind of uh little little emotional moment to myself. That's the that's the one that sticks out. That's really nice. That's a really sweet moment. Um I've I've still not seen The Mandalorian, any of it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay, it's fine. I I've I've you should I've have also, stopped me. No, I've 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 already had it spoil, you know regardless there's a million memes there's all this other stuff don't worry um but i i i'm glad i heard that story that's a really nice story um and i kind of wish i'd read the review now because i was like i'll watch it first then i'll go back and read the review (laughs) Um, and now now i'm like now the review sounds better (laughs) anyway if you had one superpower for a day Mm. what Mm. would it what would it be and how would you use it Oh, that's interesting. Like, as soon as you said superpower, I knew what my answer was. But then when you take it away for when it's only for a day, that does change things. For a day. 
I think I would have, oh, I'm going to reveal that my, maybe I'm a little bit evil here. I think if I could only have it for a day, I'd want to be able to phase and I would make sure that I could um, procure enough funds to uh, to make my life a bit more comfortable, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, if if it, if it was a power forever, then that's not the one I go for. But for a day, I think I'd have to use it for my powers for evil. It's fine. Ba- banks banks are insured anyway. It's fine. Well, yes, yeah, it's not somebody's money, is it? Exactly. Yeah, as long as you're not stealing from your next door neighbour, it's fine. You know, get all the get all the yeah. fat cats. You know, get all the <laughs> yeah. go, go and go and you know rob rob a you know a Tory Parliament member's you know second house or something. You know, yeah. <laughs> anybody that anybody is earning you know top dollar yeah yeah yeah. go rob gonna notice it no exactly they're gonna be like what's that oh a ghost walked in walked out oh well you know um no great i I think that's you know good or evil but you know you've got a family to support so i I totally get that i I like all your answers to my answer there (laughs) all right next question who is your favorite b-movie actor or actress and so this is like a like um kind of think of like someone like rutger hauer or um like a Gary Busey or, um, you know, those kind of, or any of the kind of scream queen types, any cult movies, icons, you name it, any of those. Two great names immediately, but the one that came straight to mind and may well come up again later is Bruce Campbell. Yes. Oh, I love that guy. Groovy. Um, yeah. Oh, he's just a legend. Obviously from Evil Dead, but then, you know, I will watch him in anything. So I watched all of a show called Burn Notice. Um, yeah, yeah, I heard he's good in that because he had a supporting role on that. So the show was very average, but I'm going to watch every episode because Bruce Campbell's in it. Um, so yeah, that's that's the guy. He's, he's my go-to. Excellent. I think, I think that's an amazing choice. He, if anything, he is the B-movie actor, the cult film actor, yeah. I think. Um, he's the guy. He's the chin, you know? Um, you know. Absolutely. I think I first saw him in Hercules. Do you remember when he was the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The King of Thieves um although we, we can't go back and watch that now oh yeah that, oh. that's not on the list i'm afraid no but you, <laughs> but you can't you can watch xena you can't absolutely you can watch xena you yeah watch xena um so uh next question says number eight what bad film do you think mm. deserves a remake a second chance good question a bad film i mean i can think of some bad films i'm not sure they deserve a second chance um <laughs> like what like if it, you think that maybe the concept is good so like oceans 11 for example was a poor original film but was remade into a, a better one yeah um yeah, so, yeah, yeah so the concept is good or, or the idea is good but the execution was poor you know maybe it get does that idea deserves a second chance let's think it's a tough one i know i see no no it's a good one i, I like it it's a thinker because i mean what what comes to to mind is all the absolute stinkers but you know do i want to watch another version of that Mm. Um, I'd love to see uh, a good Ghost Rider. Oh yeah, they're they're fine. Those films, they're not awful. The Nick Cage ones because they got Nick Cage in it. Um, and I've never seen the Ghost Rider version in Agents of Shield. Um, I dropped out of that show way before he came into it as a character. I I yeah I dro- I dropped out of it about the seventh or eighth episode of the first season because I just was like this. Mm. It's the same episode over and over and over and over. Um, everything, yeah. everything had a bomb in it. There was a bomb in an eye. There was a, <laughs> one guy was a bomb, you know. Then there was a, a bomb which was a gravity bomb. You know, I was just like, it's boring. Yeah. 
this is not what I want from an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Where's my espionage? Where's my James Bond, Man from Uncle? Absolutely. Um, so a bit like you with Modoc, you know, the Cronenberg Modoc. We need like a, we need a really strong voice to take charge of that character, I think, and give us a proper, a proper scary, horror-inflected, supernatural take you, on Ghost Rider. Would you go with, with Johnny Blaze again, or would you try one of the different Ghost Rider hosts, like a, a Danny, Danny Ketch, or um, there was a female Ghost Rider... There was a hmm. there was a Native American Ghost Rider a, a while back as well. Um, there's lo- lots of different hosts. Would you try a different host or a different person, or would you stick with Johnny Blaze as the Ghost Rider? Uh, I think, uh, to be honest, I, I I'm indifferent to that answer. It's a bit like you know, which which Spider Man shall we have? Well, as long as it's a good Spider Man movie, it can be Peter Parker, it can be Miles Morales, it can be Gwen Stacy. It really doesn't matter. Just give me good content. So yeah. um, we're probably in a world where um, we're looking at the more where am I going with this? Not like the kind of the prime character, I suppose. You know, like Green Lantern. We, do we need Howard Jordan? Probably not. We'll have somebody that's a bit more interesting. So maybe not Johnny Blaze. Hmm. Um, find something that's got a bit more of a niche to it, to it, I think, would be more interesting. Hmm. Good answer. Good answer. I, I love Ghost Rider as a character. I, I got He got really popular in the 90s, and I was like peak ghost rider for me um mm. was was the danny catch version um you know just pop, random kid just finds this power you know and becomes a ghost rider so that was all, that was all good shit to me back in the day mm. um, so yeah great no a great choice like I, I i mean i want that as well very much so um but we will wait and see um now this is this goes back to your kids and and watching stuff with your kids yeah. um so what uh, what film have you, have you introduced to your children um, that has had the most surprising opinion or comment from them? So obviously the T Rod's not really um, not really seen too much yet. Hmm. Not in terms of you know introducing him to what I would consider my classics. Yeah, um, I've been through all the Star Wars, all the Indiana Jones, all the Back to the Futures. He's seen all the Harry Potters. Hmm. So he's been through a few franchises. He does quite get into that idea. Hmm. He was surprisingly uh, overwhelmed by the first Jurassic Park. Okay, like like scared or? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he'd be fine with it because some of the you know we've watched a lot of stuff which feels older to me. Um, Tony often says this about he feels like you know I was a bad parent. I showed my kid this at too too young an age. Um, I'm also a bad parent in that way. Uh, if I like it and I think they'll like it, then I'm 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 kind of there and watching with it. I'm not probably going to show them, you know, Cannibal Holocaust anytime soon. But um, <laughs> show them who can know. kill a child. Show them who can <laughs> yeah. kill a child. Fun. Um, so yeah, that was probably. I mean, he absolutely adored Back to the Future, and he went through a phase of dressing up as Indiana Jones, which was nice. so cool for me as a parent. But yeah, probably his reaction to Jurassic Park that we've not come back and watched any of the others. I thought we would have blitzed our way through the whole series, but he's been a bit put off um he loves everything else Jurassic Park like Camp Cretaceous and games and but the films he's a little bit they're, yeah. they're too real looking I think yeah it shows how well those effects stand up but to be fair like when I was a kid I was afraid of the rancor so if he's not right yeah if he wasn't if he wasn't scared of the rancor like mm. I would if I I was if I was in your position I would think if he can handle handle the rancor mm. then he can ha- he can handle a t-rex surely um, so yeah, I don't. I don't think that was a bad shout to to jump from that to that. Um, but yeah, cle- yeah. clearly, there's something about um, the dinosaurs or the way it's. I d- was it was it the bit where the the toilet bit where he gets eaten? Was it that bit or no? No, T Rex was fine. It was when the raptors came in. Oh yeah, oh that's good. And yeah, you know, the kitchen and um, I, 
Well, it's, it's kids in kids in peril as well. Kids in so peril, yeah. Maybe maybe that's it. So uh, mm. yeah, but again, like that again, that's quite a sensitive thing. Like I've talked about it before. Like parents don't often like to see kids in peril in films, mm. mm. um, and that's you know, and that, and that that's totally understandable. I get I get that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that must that must have you know that must have just been like that that little boy is me. That could be me. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. There's some identification there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I imagine it is. But, um, but yeah, excellent. Uh, right. I think I've got yes, one more. Uh, we might have to. We might have to go a bit on a bit longer than planned because um, I think time's. As long as you're out. happy. If, are you happy to continue? Because if if not, that's fine. I can. I can. What do more? The... What more could I want for my evening than sitting talking geeky stuff with uh, you know with me. somebody that I've been looking up to for ages and is fast becoming you know a friend as well as you know an idol oh i really appreciate that jack and i I consider you a friend and i consider you know i know this is the first time we've we've talked you know on camera and face to face but you know all the stuff you've said and all the stuff you continue Mm. to do you know you you support andy and my friends and the other podcasts i'm on or podcasts i've been a part of or also like hey this is my friend you know, look, watch their YouTube stuff, you know, and that, that's, that's amazing to me. So I do, I do genuinely consider you a friend and I thank you uh, for your friendship. This is brilliant. But, um, and thank you for, again, being part of this and going on a little bit later than, than planned, but this is all good shit. Like this is not, not <laughs> this isn't going to get cut. This is all, this is all staying in. I'll split the episode. Sure. But this is, well, we're if this a- isn't bringing in another 8,000 listeners, there's nothing we can do. Exactly. We've done the best we possibly can. So moving on to the final question for you this evening. Well, it won't be the final question for you this evening, but it's my final question to you, I think. Sure. Hopefully. Who knows? Uh, um, What would you say to convince someone to listen to this podcast? Oh, good one. Um, I think, in danger of repeating myself, uh, yeah, if you want something that is going to surprise you that is going to um offer you something that that you won't find somewhere else that is going to uh continually increase your reading and watching lists which which never never get shorter never ever get shorter that's the fun of these lists though i think absolutely yeah yeah even if i took that pill and didn't ever go to sleep and and was made immortal i still wouldn't get through all this stuff i don't think yeah that's what i would say i think um I think there's lots of podcasts, and they're good podcasts, that offer takes on the same thing that everyone else is doing. And I listen to some of those, and I like those, because they, they will have a, something about their about their own voice, which will draw you in. But I think you offer something that, that others don't, which is you've never heard of this before, or you didn't think you wanted to read or watch this, and once you've listened to me, you, you'll be persuaded, or um, you thought you knew who the villains were in Batman, um, but how about these five random characters that uh, you may have sort of glazed over or not noticed or haven't ever read or experienced before? So, yeah, I think um, I never come away from one of your shows without having learned something or have something new to consume. And that's that's what I'm listening for. Right. That is the best answer. Of all the questions, that was your best answer. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, I, 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 and I actively... Um, you know, when I started the podcast, I'm all, I've always been into comics. I've always been into media that is not as celebrated. And, you know, sometimes you have to root around and dig. I, that's what I used to like doing in like HMV. I would just randomly like, mm. you know, uh, oh, I like the films of Walter Hill. What's this? Oh, Johnny Handsome. 
got Mickey Rourke in it and Lance Henriksen. Okay, let's watch it. Is it good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, you know, I, I love that idea. Like my my friend Nathan Smith, who's been on the show a few times as well, he love he he misses kind of rooting through records because it's all kind of digital now. But that is kind yeah. of the world. But I like to kind of this is my own like this is my digging. I've done I've done the internet digging. You know, I've found these weird and wacky films and and I'm bringing them and 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 I've actively tried to stay away from. You know, it probably it probably negatively affects like the amount of people that probably will see it, like the kind of the search engine optimization stuff and uh, and being found. But I don't mm-hmm. I don't mind like yeah, the Mandalorian's out, so I should probably do something related to the Mandalorian. And even when I do stuff that's related to something that's coming out, I tend not mm-hmm. to do not to do a review of that thing because everyone's yeah. Dead. Every single person I know will be reviewing that and watching that thing. So I don't want to watch it. I want to fight. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm pushing against the grain. I don't want to do that. So I'll do, you know, if it's if it was One Division, for example, I would do, a, you know, Vision Quest from West Coast Avengers. I wouldn't review the show. Um, yeah. but that's, again, that's just me, and I think that makes me more unique. But also, like I said, probably negatively affects the the amount of people I can I can get and reach. But I don't care. This is what I want to do. It's the way I'm going to do it. And if you if you don't like it, you know, saddle on. <laughs> well, the example that came up earlier is perfect, and it's what I think uh, the people that, that that do listen and that 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 are loyal and um, you know come back to you week after week. That's what they're coming for. You know, the the example of. You know, Parasite was coming out, so but you didn't review Parasite. You looked at kind of a more unheralded, uh, lesser seen, perhaps unknown for a lot of people film from Bong Joon Ho, and you gave them the host. So um, that that is your that is your area. That's your niche. Hmm. Um, I don't think I'd want to see you move into mainstream. I think that's where you belong, um, and I think you have a voice that 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 helps other people find that stuff. Yeah, no, I I totally agree, and that and that's what I what I love about it is that there's, you know, we, you know, things are, you know, the popular stuff is popular, and obviously there'll be hashtags up the wall for One Division every week, and you know, Mandalorian every week and stuff, and and you know, I will get to it, you know, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that I will eventually probably get round to, and the reason it's heralded is because it is good, and I get that, but I want to you know, test my waters, test my boundaries and see what else I can find. And if it's good, like I watched a, I watched a zombie movie last night, which was incredible, really, really good film called It Stains the Sands Red. And it's basically about uh, a woman and a zombie and there's just like a desert between them, single zombie and this woman. And it's great character piece, great zombie film. Um, it's a Shudder exclusive. So if you've got Shudder or um, if you've got Amazon, you can apply for the channel of Shudder. Mm get the free month it's 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 totally worth it it's a great zombie film um the the actress in it is fantastic so so good um quality stuff but again that that was wonderful i love that i discovered that but um and and that's part of the charm of the podcast i think anyway mm. i banged on way too much about that so let's go on to some of our favorite guests moments episodes comics films whatever um so I'm going to let you again go first and just to talk about sure. stuff you stuff you know again I'm sure you love every single episode Jack I'm sure of you of course every single one um but I'd like to know specifically if there's some that you really enjoyed and what you got out of them or again any moments and stuff so the platform is yours Thanks yeah I think the two the two people that stick out the most and again you know it's not to disparage anyone else but obviously I've 
found Andy through you and I've come to be a fan of his work as well. So I think, um, you know, your collaborations with him, that there's real chemistry there um, and they always bring out some of the best. So I, I enjoy the shows he's on and obviously notably recently you've had your uh, big Star Wars epic that couldn't even be contained in two episodes on your show. It had to make it onto YouTube on his as well. So um, that was great fun. And I think, um, yeah, I think your acceptance versus his uh not aggression but his kind of <laughs> it's a great it's definitely aggression <laughs> he calls himself angry andy to be fair um yeah your acceptance versus aggression makes for for a real fun listen hmm. um and then i said i was going to mention him like every time dennis is on he um he just expands my knowledge and the conversations you two guys have are, are really fascinating like i went away for comics for quite a while i went through that kind of uh teenage phase of, of moving away um so there's a big gap where what that you know i don't know if i'll ever fill it but um there's a big gap that i learned uh, to, to find what comics i want to read or even if it's just a bit of backstory on a character which should pass me by and you know having somebody like yourself and dennis on talking about that um are real like sources of uh fonts of information for me so they're probably the two two guests that stand out the most hmm. Yeah, I th- I, th- um, I I think for the, for me again, like um, like and Andy was Andy was inspired because he was already writing his reviews on Facebook, um, mm. but I think once he saw like the podcast and and he enjoyed kind of the discussion and the b- debate. Like our first one was a Nicolas Cage film, um, so and that went you know and we had so much fun <laughs> doing that. We were just like and again and and the 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 bad thing about me and Andy is we tend to just bang on, um, but again you get double the amount of podcasts sometimes um, yeah which, which is not a bad thing really but um but yeah he he's very passionate and i you know he's a great friend of mine we're very close um you know and and arguably we've become closer through this um mm. i think and you know i'm definitely going to his wedding when that when that occurs it's been cancelled twice now um him and oh, him God. and him and Natalie, who is another guest, who I'm going to have back on soon as well. Um, you know, they're lovely. They're so kind to me and so uh, accepting of me and and putting up with any bullshit I may bring their way. Um, they're, they're really good friends. And, um, yeah, and, you know, because Andy even said, he was like, you called me Angry angry Andy on the first podcast, and I'm kind of I'm kind of going to adopt that name. And I went, yeah, go for it. I like it. You know that's that's fine, and and um, Ben Crampton as well, who I've had on the show, he went and did his own. He got his own YouTube uh, channel back up and running, um, mm. and then you know I brought him back on. He had he had a hiatus, and then I brought him back on, and then he's back. So so the fact that I can inspire people, and and people mm. equally equally have inspired me as well. You know, Nerdify and 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 Dan and everybody. Um, you know, it's it's amazing. I, I I it's like I said earlier, it's a gift, and these friendships are a gift. And Dennis, you know, we we kind of met through somebody through another person, um, but actually we've become closer. You know, um, cl- there's a closer friendship between me and Dennis because we just mm. have have so much in common, and we have we have this knowledge, and we both like there's there's a lot of people online nowadays. The kind of what I like to call the Wikipedia YouTube comic book readers, who sure. Like I'm not I'm not a gatekeeper in any in any form. I don't say, you know, you're not a real fan, but I know when you've not read something. 
Mm-hmm. I will know when you've not read a comment. I, I know that you've looked that up on Wikipedia. I know that you've got that information. You've not actually read the book because you can tell me all the, the basics, but you can't tell me how it made you feel. You can't tell me the character's emotional journey. You know, I can't hear the passion that you have for these books. Um, and that and that kind of gets my goat. And I think me and Dennis have that same, like, you know, mm-hmm. I've, met, I've met cosplayers as well. And again, they look great. They're amazing. But then I'll go up to them and go, oh, I love Harley Quinn. You know, I love her. I love her story here. I love her comic here. Uh, and they'll be like, and they'll they'll talk to me and they're like, who's Harley Quinn? And I'm like, you're, you're dressed. <laughs> like, I was like, she's a psychiatrist. She does this, she does that. She went, oh, I didn't even know she was a, a doctor. I just dressed up as it, and I'm like, "That's fine," you know. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad that you don't know anything. But I, 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 again, it's for me, it's passion. If you're passionate about that character, when I do cosplay, I know every, I, I'm passionate about that character. You know, I, I want to know more. And, I, and, and if they were like, "Okay, I don't know much," can you recommend something? I'm more than happy to. Again, I'm not like, I'm not this gatekeeper. I won't, I won't you know. I, I, when I have my podcast, I always make sure that everyone's on the ground level, on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all talking about the same thing, and if it's something that needs, you know, contextualizing, like the latest podcast I did, Dennis was like, "Oh, people know what Friday the Thirteenth is," and I went, "No, some of them won't yeah, yeah, know yeah. what Friday the Thirteenth is, so we need to explain it." It's, you know, it's basic, and and I'm happy to do that, even in a very quick manner or a very, you know, because you know they might not listen to the podcast, might not seen any of the films, you know, it happens, so I, I don't mind doing that, but I, I I'm very I, I want people to be passionate about stuff. And I want people to to read it and to actually read it. And that's why I'm so passionate for people to go and read it. And I I always think passion is a, a real um, motivator. And I feel like when I when I'm passionate, other people are passionate. And and I've had I know people that have gone out of their way and spent money based on my recommendations, based on Dennis's mm-hmm. recommendations. And I think that's amazing. And again, the the people I can reach and, and get people to buy stuff and and pay good money to to read a weird comic that I consider the best vulture appearance. You know, uh, <laughs> it's 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 baffling to me, but I love it. And it's it's again, it's a gift. It's a true gift. Um, some of my yeah, Dennis is. I think the the people you see more often are the people I have a better um, chemistry with and a better connection. Mm-hmm. And also, there's I have some guests that. Um, will only talk about a certain thing. You know, that's, sure. that's their expertise. They like anime, they like video games, whatever. That's fine. Um, ho- however, it make, it's easier for me if I go, do you want to watch this random film? And they go, oh, I don't know. I'm not really into that type of film or I'm not, you know. And I'm like, that's fine. I'll, I'll find, I can find other people. I, you know, I have friends that will will do basically anything um, within, yeah. reason, within reason. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so... So I, I like that. But um, some of my favorite guests, personally, again, you've already mentioned Dennis and Andy. Um, Dan Dan Ketis as well um, was kind of a big inspiration for Nerdify and stuff. Um, so he's one of my favorite guests. And, and he's always, he's so intelligent. Like he is such an intelligent guy. You know, he can reel off, like I, I struggle with people's names and remembering like, you know, cinematographers and producers and stuff. He knows that, like, I have to I have to write that shit down and remember it. He's like bam 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 bam. I know all of it, and you know he's a teacher. He's been a teacher as well. He's a writer. He's currently a writer. You know he's a he's an amazing guy. And and like the the one we where we talked about the shadow, Alan Baldwin's The Shadow is one 
one of my favorites. Um, that was a, just a really strong episode. And every time I have him on, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, who else? Uh, Rasheen's great. Uh, I really like Rasheen. Um, she's very much into a horror. That's her. That's her niche. Um, but she knows her shit, and she's really into it. Um, and again, she has a really good kind of taste. She has great taste in horror and and has seen so much stuff like modern. She's been in horror films. I've I've been in a film with her um, that her boyfriend uh, directed. Um, you know, she's fantastic, great actress as well. I've been in plays with her as well. Um, she's great, and and I'm going to have her on again very soon uh, for Samurai Month. She's coming back and a few other people mm-hmm. as well. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, Ben, who I've already mentioned, who's great. Um, Al Ewing was was again was you know a dream come true. Um, Scott and Lucy, um, I really enjoyed the Twilight episode specifically. Mm. Um, again, like I didn't think I'd come out of that kind of sort of liking the Twilight movies. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Wonders never cease. Um, Nathan and Hannah as well are great. Uh, again, very close friends with me, Andy, you know, Scott and Lucy and everybody. Um, Dan, Dan Burgess, uh, photographer Dan Burgess. Um, he, he is, he's hilarious. He does all these weird wacky voices and stuff. He should be an actor. That guy should be an actor. Um, he's so funny, you know, whether it's threads, maniac cop or society, he always brings, you know, I'm, I'm always laughing my ass off. You can hear it on the podcast. I'm just laughing throughout because he's such, uh, such a funny guy. Um, but yeah, those are just, I, I can't name everybody. Um, but if you've been on the show, I love you and thank you. Um, you're all great in your own way. Um, but these guys I have more of an affinity with and more, you know, because um, every time I get somebody on, sometimes it's a bit like I might not have talked to them for a while or I might not have seen them for a while. So there's always a bit of like, what's the rhythm of our, you know, even tonight I had to, we have to find the rhythm to communicate with each other, um, which is fine. And, and that's part of the process. Um, but I like that. And then when we find the comfortable spot and then we're like, okay, now we're here. This is it. This is the mm, show. This mm. there. Um, and it's great. And and we're enjoying it so much that it's going on way past <laughs> the normal length yet again. Um, but love it. It's good stuff. Um, did you have, have you, have you got any other kind of favorites apart from, apart from guests? So moving yeah, on. You, yeah. You've mentioned some of the things which, which again, you know, I was doing some research and going back that, that came up for me. So, you know, I'm with you. I've seen two thirds of a Twilight movie, but the episode you guys did was um, was was really interesting. And you know, to to hear somebody being passionate about something which I'd completely dismissed um, was great. Uh, it hasn't made me go back and watch them, if I'm honest. I feel like I feel like you guys covered it for me, but um, but hearing it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. It was a really strong episode. Yeah. Um, I always really enjoy your alternativity story series, so they're really good. Um, and Maniac Cop Two is is the is the gem for me of, of those so far. Uh, what a movie you you introduced me to there! And yeah, a <laughs> great episode too. Yeah, that was a fun one. I had a lot of fun with that episode. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, I, a few years ago, like before I started all this, I kind of was like, I'm so sick of watching Home Alone and It's a Wonderful Life and stuff. And again, they're all great, they're all good, but they're on every year, and I've seen them to death. Even Die Hard, which I love, um, I'm just like what is out there that's kind of set around that time. And and that is quite, you know, and especially and with the Halloween stuff, it's quite difficult to find lists and stuff where it's like, oh, this this was this is set at that time or that time of year. That's a difficult list to to pin down. But luckily I've kind of I've managed IMDB's helped a lot with that because they can you can use keywords. Um yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, I, I really enjoy the alternativity stories. And again, <laughs> they're weird and wacky and bizarre. And that's that's what I love. Um, and, and the same with Shock Phobia Fest as well. You know, it's it's still more kind of standard Halloween-y stuff, but um, it's one I still really enjoy. Um, I've actually written down some of my favorite ones, I think. I think my favorite mm. alternativity story we did was, was Anna and the Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, which was the Zom, Zom rom-com musical with uh, I did. Yeah, with, I discovered that this year. Did you like it? Did you were you were you keen with I it? Absolutely loved it. Yeah, Tony Tony put me onto it, so I watched it, and I hadn't listened to your episode on that from the year before because ah. I did. I wanted to see the film before listening. Uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. So then, of course, then I had the, the opportunity to go back and listen to your podcast as well. So yeah, excellent movie, and yeah, and you guys covered that really well. Yeah, what was really nice about that as well is I I. Because that particular year, I hadn't really balanced the, all of them together. Like I, I, I recorded them and edited them all in the space of a week, all four episodes. And I was editing on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day to make sure they were out before the end of Christmas. So I was, I put myself under a lot of pressure, which I'm trying. I didn't mm-hmm. do, I didn't do last year or the year before. Um, but the, yeah, this, this, uh, I, I tweeted about it on Christmas Day. And not, and I tagged the producer. I, I tagged the director, and they both not only listened to the podcast but tweeted us back and said how much they enjoyed it, which was amazing. Oh, again, excellent! Again, amazing these kind of connections you can make over the interwebs. You know, it's it's crazy. And Christmas Day, no less. You know, they've got better things to do than respond to my tweet. You know what? What are they doing? <laughs> go have your go have your Christmas pudding. Go have your Christmas dinner. No, they they, they took the time. And and that and that made every that whole short period of time of recording, editing. Oh, that also that year, one of the recordings I did, hour and a half in full, got wiped, deleted. So we had to record it again. So that was even more pressure I put on myself and yeah. and my and my fellow guest. Um, luckily, they were lovely and nice and would have me around again later in the week. Um, but yeah, that was it. Just made all that stress and worry and you know bollocks basically <laughs> worth it all mm. um and again like you know you listening and various other people but yeah that was one of my favorites and uh i loved uh for shock phobia fest i loved the changeling the changeling was mm. was is is just a great movie like it's out and out it's just a great horror movie a haunting uh kind of ghost story um and dennis and dennis you know he was like what i was like what do you want to do and he was like he was like let's do that let's do the changeling for halloween um which is very, very, again, very thinly. It's so thin. It's like, you know, it's linked to Halloween, but it is on those various lists that I found. So, so it still, still counts. Um, but yeah, that's that's just a quality ghost story. Like if you forget forget your conjurings and your insidiouses, go watch the Changeling. Uh, not the Angelina Jolie one, the other one, the nineteen eighty George C. Scott one. Fantastic movie. Um, yeah. Um, do you have any other kind of favorites and stuff? I do. I've got a couple more. So um, I think the episode where I knew, well, I've been listening and we've been communicating through Twitter, but the episode where I knew, you know, this was a lifelong investment for me was uh, Machine Girl versus Robo Geisha, <laughs> which is, you know, t- taking us back now to quite near the start. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you did that, I think I'd already seen Machine Girl before. Um, but yeah, so I went and watched Robo Geisha and I just, you know, I knew I knew what I was in for from that kind of point onwards with you, um, and I knew it was something that I was into. So that that's good. That was kind of you know that's a memory for me of like yeah, this guy knows his stuff, and I'm along for this ride with him. 
Oh yeah, that was that was a fun one. And again, those are like just two random films I kind of picked out. I was just like, yeah, let's just add them. Um, and Andy, again, Andy, great sport that he is, you know, uh, comes on and just kind of you know has his opinion. And and we had a we had a real laugh with those proper mental films. Um, yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to kind of dig more into kind of more international films in the future. I think because um, and, and Japan's great for kind of cult films as well for all that sort of stuff. Mm. Well, I mean, all the films are going to be all the theme months this this year are Japan films, films from Japan. So you know, I, I don't think I need to cover Japan for a long time after this year. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll you know we'll go to Korea or you know we'll look at some French films or something. But. Um, mm. Yeah, that was that was definitely one of the more fun episodes I've had. I think it was the second episode with Andy as well, um, and it was just a blast. And it was probably maybe my third Clone Wars as well, which is I think is one of my favourite formats to do as well. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's a fun format, and you know, as, as thinly connected as they are together or as similar, I, I always I always have fun with them. Um, what, whatever the result is, is always fun. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, you were talking about the Ewok adventures. That's definitely my favorite of the clone balls. I think that I've done. Okay. Um, just, I mean, it's, it's very recent, this one, but it's, it's one that I have a lot of fondness for because it was like my very, uh, my very own angry Andy reviews. You know, I've, I've got a secret to tell you actually, when he was doing the review for the last Jedi, when he wrote his review for the last Jedi, he said, yeah. I quote, he said, I will never review any star Wars media ever again. Oh, okay. I mean, look at all of his videos. <laughs> just, that was when Last Jedi came out. So we're talking a few years ago now. And he said, I'll never again review it. Because he got he said he enjoyed it. And then someone, people attacked him for it. And they kind of yeah. reassessed it, said he didn't enjoy it. I personally like your Last Jedi, but that's, you know, that's my opinion. Um but yeah, he, he went, yeah he went back on his word on that. I can tell you, he, w- he wouldn't yeah, have a yeah. he have a YouTube channel. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I wanted to bring something to him. But it was it, like he said on the podcast, he was actually thinking about doing this anyway. So it was kind of mm, a weird mm. kind of that's that's how close we've become. We're just the same person almost now. Uh, it's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what else have I got? Yeah, we talked about my favorite moment, which was with Gary. Um, I think yeah. the, best, the best comic I reviewed was uh, Robocop versus Terminator. I think that's a, a quality comic. Um, best film is The Great Silence, um, which is part of the Western Month and uh, mm. uh, versus Django. Um, I think that's just that's just excellent filmmaking. And if you haven't, if you like westerns, you haven't seen that, you're missing a trick. Uh, watch The Great Silence, probably one of the best Westerns I've ever seen. Uh, I've, I've seen a few, not seen all of them. Um, and who can? Who can watch all the Westerns? Well, yeah, exactly. But it's one of the best I've ever seen. Um, can you guess what my least favourite film was? No, probably not. It was Meek's Cut-Off, which is from the same Western. Oh, really? Yeah, I hate it's it. It's the biggest popularity as an, as an episode. Yeah, one of the most popular episodes, but... And again, I, I I try and be positive about these films, no matter what. Mm. I'm always trying to find the positive, even in the Ewoks. I found more positivity in the Ewoks than I could, <laughs> which was hard hard work, I'll tell you. Um, but it to was be more- fair, that, that that caravan of courage and Meek's cutoff might be, you know, that could have been a, a Clone Wars. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, they're both kind of caravan wagon training. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe I just don't like bloody caravans. Maybe that's maybe that's yeah. the problem. But for for me, the worst thing a film can be is boring, and that film was boring. Yeah. 
Um, really, really boring. I mean, you know, we talk about it and it's like minimalist and stuff. I remember Nathan was like, yeah, don't tag the director in this one because <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> um, so that was that was funny. Um, but yeah, it was just terrible. And we only did it for an hour because I was like, I was like, I hated it that much. I was like, I've said all I need to say about this. I was like, we, d- I not, I don't have anything else to say for an hour and a half. So we'll just edit it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty bad. I think my my favorite opportunity the podcast has offered me um, was Malta Comic Con. That was amazing to, mm-hmm. to, to go to Malta to have the pop flight was paid for. Um, no, sorry, I, I paid for the flight, but the accommodation was paid for. That was it. Um, you know, when I was I was looking after Ron Mars and Al Ewing and John Lehman, um, you know, Gene Hart, all really good guys. You know, I've got them on Facebook. You know, who who knew who knew, you know, I would have these these great guys, these talent, this absolute talent on my Facebook page, you know, who knew? But um, but there you are. Um and that that was how much fun. Like one of the best holidays I've ever had. It was kind of a working holiday, I didn't get paid for it, but I had had so much fun. Yeah, there was some problems and some issues, and um, some some uh, you know Dennis wasn't very well for a lot of it. Um, but you know it, it was I found it incredible and amazing and such a such a great opportunity. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I think it, it's just like it's just all it is now for me is just kind of like um, episodes um, that I quite like. Uh, Captain America: Fallen Sun I enjoyed. Um, mm. I think that was a good one because. Um, my granddad had just passed away and I kind of linked the the book to to how I've been dealing with the stages of grief as well. Cause that's what the book is about. Um, so that one was quite nice. I really enjoyed the slasher discussion with Dennis. Um, again, a very recent episode, but I think it's one of the strongest we've done. Um, I think yeah, I, can't, I haven't listened to that one yet because I haven't seen peeping Tom. So I need to, I'm right. saving it. Okay. It's a good one. It's a quality one. Promise you. Uh, it's one of my, one of my favorites. Um, I thought threads threads was a good one because it was a fucking disturbing and depressing film, but, <laughs> but, but somehow me and me and Dan made that fun. And I guess obviously tragedy is intrinsically linked with comedy. So maybe that's why it was one of my, the, the episodes I probably laughed at the most. Um, yeah. Um, I loved like top five episodes are very popular. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to balance out at the moment. Try not to do as many of them because I did so many last year. Um, but they're still quality. I still enjoy them. Um, but I think the good good and bad movie dogs was surprising. It's again <laughs> totally random idea, totally random thing. Link that into Call of the Wild um, when that was being released. Um, yeah. But again, one of my more popular episodes in my top ten ever of popular episodes. You knew that would make it to to two episodes as well. Yeah, again, another one. <laughs> just banging on. Um, but it's, it's in Andy's house, so it's you know I think that's just my prattling on place. I'm like, I feel comfortable here. I'm just going to talk. <laughs> um, and Natalie was great on that episode. I, I, I need to have her on very soon again. Um, she's fantastic. So, so great. Uh, I've talked about her enough. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, just, uh, yeah, I think I've mentioned all of them. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. I think I've I've discussed all my kind of favorite moments and stuff. Is there anything else you want to mention before we carry on? Yeah, I think just a couple that stood out to me as well. I mean, I agree. The top five are always good, and I particularly enjoyed your DC Elseworlds Ooh, that episode. Was good one, yeah. Uh, and I remember getting in touch with you afterwards and saying, "Give me that list. Give me that list." I couldn't. Yeah. Even... No, no. Well, that, that was that was that was good though because like I, I it was a fa- that was a fair criticism to get because you were like, you know, I don't want to listen to it again. You know, just tell me, no what, just tell me what the books are, <laughs> and 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 since then, I've I've always I always put on what we talk about. Again, I think it was one of those where I'm like, I don't want to spoil the episode, but of course, 
But then, you know, if you're if you guys are looking out and trying to buy them, then you need to know what they are. And again, if you're, yeah. you know, I don't really do show notes because it's it's one of these shows that doesn't really. It'd be quite hard for me to do show notes just because it's just pure ramble, pure prattle mm. for, for mm. an hour and a half or longer. Um, uh, so I, I'd struggle to do that. But um, but yeah, no, I, I thought that was a fantastic idea from you, and I'm I will continue to do that from now on. Good, because then I can continue to uh, grow my list. Absolutely. Um, and the last one that stood out to me because we had a watch along was um, so I married an axe murderer. Yes, we did. Yes. Mm. Bloody hell. Yeah. So that's 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 a very selfish personal one. But um, no, no, that's yeah, good though. That's good fun. Yeah, that's good though because I never I never did like a live tweet thing before. So that and you guys were like, oh, I really need to watch that. And it was it you and Scott from. 20th century geek. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, the yeah. three of us. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just the three of us. So I did I did try uh sometime later trying to do a watch along of Robocop, but nobody joined me. So it's just me tweeting just me tweeting on my own. Uh which, which <laughs> I, and I was like, because because someone was like, let's do a zoom, let's do a quiz and stuff. And I was like, no, no, no. My fans need to have this this watch along, this live tweet of Robocop. And then he was like, and he keeps likes to remind me, like, so, do you remember when you did that live tweet and nobody joined you? I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah thanks no, for I, bringing it up. I actually really enjoyed that, and it was it was quite interesting because I was watching it for the first time while mm. doing watch along, so, and it, and we were kind of a little out of sync, I think. Um, so it was kind of interesting to see what was coming up or what what you guys were referencing or or how late. Yeah. I think one of you was behind me, and then one of you was in front of me. So it was kind of all, <laughs> it was like a weird time warp uh, of watching it. But um, I think I, I I don't often do like comedy films. I, I always feel like I'm just sometimes just telling the jokes, but worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's certain films where I was, I was thinking about doing, um, there was a noir kind of film that I watched um, called Devil in a Blue Dress with um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington, which is an amazing yeah. film and I do recommend it. But I was like, I've got to do, I want to do a podcast on it, but I feel like if I do it, I'm just going to tell you the mystery. I'm going to uncover the mystery for you and just tell you what the the plot is. That's all I'm going to do. So so I never ended up doing that. So there are, there are certain ones where I'm like, I should I should probably do more comedy stuff, but I want to find more kind of again forgotten comedies or cult comedies from years gone by, and you know not necessarily the successful comedies, which also means that maybe they're not that funny, they're not that good. <laughs> it's a go. difficult genre to cover in that way, isn't it? Yeah, so that, that's a, that's a tricky one. But I did really enjoy that. And Josh again was was our uh, co-host on Nerdify. Um, he's a really good lad. Um, I need to talk. To, I haven't talked to him for a while, so I need to kind of chat with him and see how he is um reach out to people that's what i need to do more of this year as well reach out and get back in touch with people um but yeah no that was a really fun episode and i enjoyed i enjoyed that and again a very intelligent guy and i like talking to intelligent passionate people on this show mm. yes um so we have our questions from our listeners and former guests are you ready yes okay i'm ready um so i'll, I'll go first um I, Please, yeah. So this is from one of our Patreon members like yourself uh, who continue to contribute on Patreon. I really appreciate it. Again, I don't really make any money off this apart from Patreon. So uh, that's always good. And I appreciate however, how much anybody can give me. So it's all, it's all good stuff. Um, I'm going to try and do a bit more on Patreon as well this year, try and a bit more interactive on it and stuff. I'm used to it now. So I'm going to push on anyway. Paul Meller, um, friend of Dennis, good friend of Dennis and mine. Um, he has three questions for both of us. So, okay. so we'll go with you first, and then I'll I'll answer it as well. Uh, what is your earliest comic book related memory? Oh, 
I think I, um, so my first minutes with Tony, we spoke about this a little bit. My, I've got brothers eight years older than me. Um, I was born in 1980. Um, so you can imagine he's like peak age in the 80s for a lot of the, the, the big wave of, you know, kind of comics coming through. Um, and I used to sneak into his room when he was out um, and read his comics, which I still on genuinely, I still don't think he knows to this day. You know, I carefully unwrap the cellophane and, you know, the envelope and take them out and read them. So, yeah, there's a couple which stick in my mind from from back then. And one was what I chose to do with Max because it means so much to me was the Wolverine Japanese, uh, Frank Miller, Claremont. Uh, I just pour, poured over that over and over and over and over that. Um, definitely too young than I should have done. That really stands out. Yeah. So that's probably the one which which means the most from that kind of age because it's wrapped up in this kind of story that I've got in my head as well of, uh, you know, it, it being somewhat, um, you know, sort of, you know, breaking the rules in order to experience it and made it a much more, much more memorable experience as well. Well, well, my, my answer is actually quite similar. Um, mm. uh, it's, it's not, it's not my earliest comic book memory, but it's the one that has had the most profound effect on me. I think mm. I was, when I was young, I was in Toys R Us and uh, while I was there, they, they had um, these several kind of packs of multi-issue comics. So they, they're just basically like a grab bag. They just chuck loads of random issues in there. Maybe, maybe a couple of issues in, in, in the run um, following sequentially. But I picked up one and I picked it up because they had embossed covers and it was the full story. So it was a mini series of four or five issues. And it was Frank Miller's the man without fear. So it's basically daredevil year one. Um, mm. And again, I should not have been reading that at that age. It's, you know, it's got prostitutes being pushed out of windows, sex, um, Electra jabbing her, her hand into somebody's heart, um, like a knife, you know, it's, it's insane. And John Romita Jr. As does the mm. artwork. And, and I actually met him at a London Super Comic Con and I gave him this book to sign and I said, this, nice. this made me become a comic book reader. And he said, you know what? This is probably, I'm glad you brought this because this is probably my best work. Um, oh, wow. So he was he was very gracious, very nice guy. He didn't do sketches on the day, but he was doing signatures. And again, very nice. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a great moment to kind of that was kind of that full circle uh, for me. Um, mm. but, you know, Frank Miller's later work is debatable, but his when he when he is on point, he's great. Agreed. Um, so Paul's second question is: mm. What is your favorite comic book storyline or saga? There's a couple, so I was saying there's a period when I was away for a little while, and there's a couple that drew me back in that jump immediately to mind. So Why the Last Man is amazing uh, from start to finish. Um, and that kick-started me falling back in love with comics, I think. Um, that's a really big one for me. I really like the um, X-Men, like Messiah Complex, uh, there's a couple of them. There's like Messiah Complex and there's Messiah War and then Second Coming. And then there's a run which I really enjoy, which is um, Cable and Baby Hope, like leaping through time with Bishop chasing them. That's one which I don't hear come up very often on a kind of list. I really enjoy that as well. You've got very good taste. You've got very good taste. Oh, well, thank you. Um, so I think, yeah, in terms of one which maybe is less spoken about and one which really drew me back to comics, they'd be the two that, that jump immediately to mind. Hmm. 
Um, for me, um, I think my favorite ever comic book storyline, again, mm. going, back, going back to Frank Miller, going back to Daredevil, it's Born Again. Like Born Again, mm. the, for me, is the quintessential comic. Like, you know, Dark Knight Returns is, you know, it's, it's, you know, a possible future. It's set very far away. There's lots of kind of more, you know, kind of crazier elements, um, kind of sci-fi mm. elements. But for me, Born Again is just pure kind of character um, you know, when Devil finally gets back in his red suit, he's earned mm. it, worth it. It's almost like this, the first series of Daredevil the, on Netflix where he earns that suit. And then when you, we finally gets into it, you're like, yes, this is my jam. Um, but I, I'm going to go like, like um, Why the Last Man is probably my second favorite comic ever. But my first is probably Preacher um, by Garth Ennis yeah. and Steve Dillon, which is... I mean, I need to reread it to be honest, because it's been so many years. I think I'm I'm ready to reread it. So I tried rereading it a few years back, and I I was like, I can remember everything. I want to be yeah surprised again. Um, That's it. Well, I'm with you because I just reread all that last year. Um, yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah, and it lost lost none of its its brilliance. Absolutely. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, next question. He said, "What Marvel movie are you most excited to see in Phase Four, and why?" Is it Thor, Love and Thunder? <laughs> it may well be in terms of movies. It may not be wrong, to be fair. Mm. I don't think it's the thing I'm most excited about, but I can't think of a, a movie that's coming out that I'm more excited about in terms of big screen stuff. Miss mm. Marvel was the thing that I'm really hyped for. I love that run of, of comics. Um, I was drawn to them through... I'd read all the Mars Morales stuff and then they were launching champions and she was part of that. So I wanted to go back and see what her journey was. So I'm really excited about the Miss Marvel show. If they do that right, it'll be something really quite special. But yeah, he's right. It probably is Thor, Love and Thunder, yeah? Yeah, I think so. I think um, I think we get, Love and Thunder is going to have the best of both worlds. You've got Chris Hemsworth coming back. You've got Natalie Portman coming back. You've got fucking Christian Bale as Gore, the God Butcher. Right, yeah. Who is a fucking great villain who's got a great backstory. Um, part of the kind of Jason Aaron run before, which, which I think this is going to be heavily inspired by with Jane Foster becoming Thor. Um, yeah. I think you're going to have all the fun that Taika Waititi had in the last one. Um, I, I hope Korg comes back because I love Korg. Um, and... I think they're just going to have a lot of fun. It looks very 80s inspired. Um, mm. So you've got Guardians of the Galaxy in it as well. Like, what's not yeah. to love? Um, I hope we see a bit more kind of Kirby stuff as well, Jack Kirby-esque designs and things. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right, Paul. It's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Um, I will say on the DC side of things, I'm really looking forward to Suicide Squ the Suicide Squad, as I think mm. it's called, mm. by James Gunn, because I think that is going to be something special as well. Um, but yeah, that's all of his questions. He's just got a couple of uh, comments. So, so I've I've asked people for questions, but I've also asked them to answer these these questions from me. Um, so I've said, what or what who are some of your favourite guests, episodes, moments, topics, or forms of podcast? Um, Paul has said, all your guests are fantastic, but I loved Tomb of Dracula and the Rise of Marvel Horror with Dennis Whittle. Uh, that got mm. me. Into, got, that got me into those books. I'm gradually reading the graphics uh, in between my regular books. Also, I loved the Long Halloween with Dan Kitas, and I come in peace with Andy. Um, and your top five episodes are also really fun. Um, so yeah, that's a good selection of episodes there with a good range of guests. Uh, I come in peace. Was that the Killer Kid movie? 
No, I Come in Peace is the uh, it's the one me and Andy did last Christmas, um, and it's a, basically a kind of shit predator movie with Dolph Lundgren. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that one. Um, but I, again, there's things to like about it. Um, <laughs> the shit predator movie, the I like shit, it. The shit predator movie. That's how Andy would describe it. There's a few it. of those. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> With with Predator in the title. Uh, no yeah, absolutely. Um, so I also asked the question, what would you like to see uh, any more of or do you have any constructive criticism on how to change or update the podcast? Um, Paul says, I think a section of what you and your guests are currently reading and watching would um, would recommend to listeners would be interesting. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, also, a heads up for the movie and comics deep dive episodes would be cool. I often will try and watch the films before listening as to avoid spoilers uh, if I haven't seen them. So, yeah, that, that's what we we mentioned that earlier, Paul, and, and I'm, I'm taking that on board. And I, you will be uh, you will be I will telegraph everything I'm doing just to make sure you, you guys are aware. And, yeah, if you want to jump on it or if you want to jump on it afterwards, um, you know, uh, I apologize about the clone saga. That's not going to happen anytime soon now. Um, but you are going to get something else coming up very shortly. But as a replacement, I'm sure you'll be happy about that. Um, so the other question was, what do you enjoy most about the podcast and what keeps you coming back? Um I think the depth of knowledge around the subject matter is awesome and the obscure but brilliant section selections, sorry. Um, I don't know how you find these films and books and how you recall all the, all the facts you do. A great job. Congrats on your 100 episodes. Thank you very much for your questions, Paul, and your answers to those questions. Uh, they were great. Uh, keep on supporting us on Patreon. Uh, well, us. I say us. I, I get the money. It's for me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, now, I've uh, passed over some comments over to you, Jack, from somebody, a few people that, that we know uh, on the Twitter arty, in the Twitterverse. Um, have you, have you got, who's the first, uh, first person who's answered all these questions? Uh, first up, I've got Tony. So Tony Farina from Comics Emotion and Indie Comics Spotlight. What are the top five lists you'd want to change, or are you like ride or die with your final decisions? Like, have you have your thoughts changed on those lists at all? If if um, if I was going to swap any out, it would it be the mm. stuff it'd be the stuff that I've already included in the honourable mentions. Um, but I I do a lot of research. Um, I tend to watch a lot of new stuff or read a lot of new stuff when I do these top fives because I don't I don't want to kind of reel off the you know the regular stuff um, the obvious answers a lot of the time I like to dive a little deeper um, so I, I do do the research so I'm pretty I'm pretty solid on my top fives um, unless I mention it in the podcast itself um, I'd say ride or die ride or die on the top fives I, li- I like the phrasing for this as well it's good. Um... And for me, he asked me if there are any of your top fives that I disagreed with. So he's looking Ooh. for a bit of contention here, I think. Oh, go on. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I had, a, I had a scroll through and I had listened to a couple of them again um, yesterday to check them out. I thought there were a couple that I remembered, uh, you know, particularly where you were asking for feedback. I thought, oh, what did I say to those ones? Hmm. And I think generally, we're, we're not a million miles away. Um, we're never going to be five for five matched, I don't think. I think the one I was in least agreement with was your video game movie list. Because I only had one pick, which either you or the guest, which was Nathan, uh, wasn't Nathan, it? Nathan, that's right, yeah. Um, had I only had Mortal Kombat in my in my top five. So really? I think mm-hmm. that's the furthest away we've ever been. But I mean it's it's a, it's a divisive it's a divisive list, I think. Um, well, finding five that are good for a start is pretty tricky. 
well, yeah, we even said that on the show. We were like, this is a yeah. actually quite a tricky list to make. Um, but yeah, that's that's fine. Um, I, I think that one was kind of like, this is stuff I've seen and this is stuff I'd managed to consume in the time. And I was like, this'll this'll do. I kind of that one. So maybe, maybe that one I would I, again, there was a lot I hadn't seen. There's a lot of these video game films I haven't seen. So so that might be mm. the reason. But yeah, maybe that one. Maybe, if I had to pick, maybe that is that's probably the one I did maybe arguably did the least research on, I think, um, before doing it. It was kind of it, it was it was Nathan's idea and he was he kind of had a, a a gap in his schedule and we just went for it and was like, right, uh these kind of thing. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So that might explain why we're not uh, not exactly uh, in line with with uh, with your choices, but fair enough. I'm I'm hardly an expert here. I think this really is one of kind of a what's your opinion on on the best of a bad bunch? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so was that was that all of Tony's questions, or has it got some more? That was his question, Jep. In terms of his um, thoughts on what some of his favourite moments were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said the Denny O'Neill re- retrospective was lovely. Um, I miss him, and he was such a huge part of my childhood. So he really enjoyed getting to dive back into that with you. Yeah, that was that was re- that was a really special one as well for me because again, it was like somebody I admire, and and they've gone. Um, so yeah, it was nice to kind of because he ch- he changed comics, you know, probably as much as Stan Lee did. So so I think that was mm-hmm. a good one to do. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, it's a good shout. In terms of, uh, so it's like constructive criticism and if there are any alterations, is next, isn't it? That's right. Um, he said he he honestly doesn't see that you need to change anything. He absolutely loves your top five list. They're his favourite. And the secret defence, because he likes hearing, um, you know, hearing people argue passionately for what they like. Um, he says it's a ton of fun to hear them argue that. So, yeah, he's very happy with what you're producing, Dan. And then he says he keeps coming back. Because he feels the topic you cover, the topics you cover are not boring, um, but fascinating. Uh, particularly when you cover something which he knows nothing about, um, and then he feels intrigued to go and find it. So I'm sure this will be a common theme we're going to find. He says art is important, and you do a great job of highlighting the kind of art that is often derided but should not be treated with such contempt. Nice, very nice. It's almost He's a like a man of good words, is Tony. I was going to say it's like Shakespearean dialogue. <laughs> um yeah no that, those, those are some great 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 comments thank you tony for for everything thank you for supporting sharing retweeting all the stuff you do and i'm going to have you on very soon i intend to have all my patreon guests on this year at some point so that'll be good paul as well um scott's right. going to be scott's scott's coming on very soon um and a few other people so yes excellent um yeah very good um well i think have you got you've got andy and max haven't you I have. You do. So I'll do I'll do um Ben Crampton. Um so this is a question for us both again. Um if you take one comic book character who is yet to be translated to screen, who would it be and why? So I've already discussed mm. this, so I said Modoc. Um what would yours be, Jack? That hasn't been adapted. Mm. Oh, I really randomly like the character of Phantom X. Around my sort of getting back into comics period in the mid I, don't, I hate all the words for this, either the mid-noughties or the mid-aughts. None of them sound good. But around that time, um, Carl and Yost did an amazing run on X-Force, which I loved terribly. It's escaping me who picked up the next one because then that's when Phantom X came in. But um, 
I had no knowledge of him as a character at all before I started reading that run. And the things they, the things that happened with that character over the next few years were uh, fascinating and hilarious with him splitting off into three personalities and the relationships he formed uh, within that. Um, I'm not sure Disney are up for, for, for him as a character. Maybe not. <laughs> um, particularly not that storyline. Mm. Um, he's kind of in the Deadpool mold, I suppose, isn't he? And they are going to do Deadpool, so who knows? Um, yeah, but yeah, know. I think he's a really fun, interesting character. Yeah. So maybe I, him, he'd be my pick. I think I, I will mention another character because you brought up the X-Men. Mm. Um, I'm a big fan of Dr. Nemesis. Are you familiar with Dr. Mm. Nemesis? Mm. Um, Fedora. I, yeah, Fedora surgical mask, which is quite fitting at the moment. Um, yeah, he's he's a wonderful character. If you haven't read X-Club, um, pick that up because it's a hilarious book absolutely hilarious and he's the lead character and there's no there's no party like an ex-club party is there so oh i like it <laughs> um but yeah it's a really good book um i've got i've got it on comiXology and i i will i would more I, I may even do a podcast on it. it's that good it's that good so um yeah that's a good one thank you ben um if you didn't know ben is uh the attention seeking geek on youtube and on instagram so go and check out his youtube channel um he's currently doing kind of weekly videos and they're really really good i've been a guest on a couple um he's also doing a red nose day charity live stream which i'm going to be a part of um but i'll, sh- I'll share that when it when it occurs um should happen very in the next couple of weeks next week next week yeah Anyway, this is out in May. This is like we're talking. We're like <laughs> we're talking. We're voices from the past. Um, that was out two months ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we did it. It's already done. It's all done. All these podcasts we're talking about, all the upcoming ideas, everything. It's all done. It's dusted. Uh, <laughs> go listen to him. Um, so yeah. Um, so he says. So this is the second question was like, what do you enjoy? What's your favorite stuff? Um, I always enjoy how natural the conversation flows with you when I come on and how I get the chance to delve into subjects deeper than I ever would, uh, would have or probably would do again. So thank you. That's a lovely comment. Um, His criticism would be, I think, recording the conversation so we have a visual for YouTube channel, for a YouTube channel would be great. Um, Again, good comment, good criticism, working on it. Um, For... Um, so four was just what was four again? It was uh, it was uh, it's oh what do you, what keeps uh, you, coming, you back? coming back? That's the one. Um, so you you are the key selling point of the podcast: professional, charismatic, engaging, and honest. Um, so I appreciate again appreciate those comments, Ben. Thank you for getting back to me. Um, great, great stuff. Yeah. Um, who's next for you, Jack? Who have we got? Uh, Max will be next for me. Max Burns. So we've got. Th- Three questions from him. Good. So we've got, if either of you could do a podcast interview with anybody alive or dead, who would you choose? St- Stan Lee or Denny O'Neill, I think, because they're gone. Um, and we've mentioned them already. So I'd go with them. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Max, you know, no big spoilers here and surprises here either. It's got to be Bruce Campbell for me. That guy would have so much to say and he's had led such an interesting life. And within the... Um, you know, the fringes and the worlds which we're talking about that, that you cover so well, Dan, like some of the films and some of the um, projects he's been involved in would be just fascinating to hear about. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I love I love a good, horrible acting actor story because I've got, I'm full of mm-hmm. them. I've got a ton of them. I can give you, I can reel them off. Um, you know, the, the trouble, the acting careers and the, the problems and the issues and the, you know, the falling outs and stuff. Um, I, I could list you all those. And I think, if anybody's got stories like that, Bruce Campbell, he would be he would yeah. be an absolute delight. 
Um, yeah, great question. Next one. Uh, if you could appear in the MCU or DCEU, what character would you like to play? Um, it must be a character that hasn't been done in those universes so far. Well, I've got, I've, I like to think I've got a massive head, so I think I should use that. Um, and I'm going to pull out the obscure Teen Titans villain, Simon. So that is P-S-I-M-O-N. Get it? Because he's a psychic. Um, and he has an exposed brain. Uh, like he's got a see-through kind of plas- plastic dome over his head, so I would use my giant noggin um, that's full of u- <laughs> that's full of useless knowledge and play that character because um, I think he's pretty weird and creepy in the um, Young Justice cartoon, um, and I really enjoyed his that that take on the character was good. That is not a character I know of, but uh, sounds good. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. It's on the list. See, that's what's that half a dozen from tonight. And there'll be many, many more, many episodes. Yeah. There, don't you worry. Um, I mean, I, I, I think I said it at the top, you know, I'm not much of, a, of an actor and a performer, but I mean, I, I, a character I absolutely love. And I'm sorry, sorry, Max, he's not, he's not not been done, but he's not been done in the MCU. So I feel like I can get away with it. Is uh, is Silver Surfer, Norrin Rad. Oh, yes. Uh, I'd love to go and call Galactic Adventures pretending to be the Silver Surfer. That would be awesome. Um, particularly from the slot our red run from a few years ago, hmm. um, which were really good, where he was like beginning around on his board. It's kind of like um, a, do- a Doctor Who inspired. Uh, yeah, with his female companion. Absolutely. Yeah. Max did say, like, you, if we wanted to, we could fan cast it. Um, so I don't know if you, if, if you are not allowed to play Simon, Simon, who would you, uh, who would you cast? I don't know. No, no, I'm going to fight for that role. It's going to be mine. It has to be yours. You're going to go rocky on us. And, yeah. and you know. I'll do whatever I need to do to get that role. I'll fight for it. Yeah, fair enough. Who, who would you cast as Norrin Rad? That's a tricky, that's a tricky character to cast. It is. Um, I just fell back on the, char- on the actor. I always fall back on at the moment because I think he's amazing in everything. Um, so I'd pick Dan Stevens. Yes. Actually, yeah, that would be really good. I think he has the kind of... Yes, you know, a lot of people I think have thought about Keanu Reeves for the role because of, you know, the whole Bill and Ted, Seth dude. Yeah, yeah. But I think Dan Stevens could pull that off, but he could also pull off the range, which Silver Surfer needs to have too. Or or you could have said me. You could have said me. I'll do it. (laughs) Well, I just thought, you know, I didn't know about cross-casting across the two universes, so I thought maybe we should... Fair enough. No, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Uh, What else has uh, Max got to say? Uh, from that's that's all I've got from you. So I think I've only got the questions from him. I don't know if he has got some comments as well. I've got them here, so not to worry. Um, so he does have another question. He said, "What inspired you to start the podcast?" Um, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're right. Carry on. Don't worry, don't worry. I'll go with that. Um, so he said, "What's inspired you to start the podcast?" I say that I was looking for another creative outlet that wasn't acting. I thought, what what better to do is something I have had fun with in the past. I have experience with somewhat, um, and then why not combine two of the two of the things I love most, which is cult movies and comic books, and celebrate them in a way that gets you know people loving them as much as I do. Um, mm. so, so yeah, so um, this fulfills my creative need at the moment. Um, I'm not saying that I won't go back to acting maybe for a little bit or do like a little one-off thing, um, but for me, I get more enjo- much more enjoyment out of this 
um and obviously much more kind of not that i wouldn't get any love for my performances or stuff but it it's nice to have it um and you know opening night people are just going to kiss your ass you know what i mean like you don't you don't need to kiss my ass you found the podcast you like it you enjoy it and mm-hmm. you know and and that's why you're here and that's why you've stuck with it for 100 episodes um you know and that that's what i love it's a different it's a different beast um but that's that's exactly why um, i did it uh, created it came up with it and i'm so lucky to have so many great intelligent friends i've made throughout my life uh, that will come on and help me with this it's it's amazing so um so yeah that's that's what inspired me and and you know another podcast fellow podcast nerd chatting jack and the geek stalk you know all the all those guys in our like sm- in our small t- and safe twitter bubble that we are in mm. I don't like mm. to veer, I don't like to veer too much outside of that bubble personally because it can be a pretty nasty place Twitter if you go to the wrong corner. Um, so yeah, definitely that was the reason. Um, um, but what inspired you to do seasons greetings? I don't know if I'd ever really thought about it to be honest. I was happy being a lurker and listening, and then all it took was the, the merest mention of Buffy, and I was there. <laughs> um, if I have a true first love, it is she. Um, but now I'm into it. Like I say, my, my brain is already spinning on on other things that I might might be be interested in doing. So, um, you know, I'm really grateful to to the people who've given me an early platform. Um, you know, Tony was the first person I was on with a couple of times, and then Max invited me on. Um, now I'm on with you. So, yeah, I don't think I would have done it without having that little push from somebody else. So I really appreciate that. Um, and we'll see where it goes from here, I suppose. Yeah. Like I said, future's bright. So excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Onwards and upwards. Um, so another comment from Max uh, was, you know, what's your favorite stuff? You know, what do you like? Mm. He loves the top fives. Keep them coming, he says. So, yeah. They're proving popular. They are proving popular. And I've, and I've basically sacked him off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do any more. I've done enough. Uh, I think it's I think it's the amount of research that I feel I have to do on them. I think sometimes it's like, so I've got to come up with five, so I've at least got to watch or read ten things, and then I've got to you mm. know manage it. So I think sometimes that's a bit it seems a bit much, but I will. Don't worry, we're doing we're doing them. They are being done. They're not totally been excised. Um, I just want to kind of balance them out with the other formats of the podcast. Um, criticism wise, he says the podcast is just fine. If it isn't broke, don't fix it. Um, yeah. And four, uh, what brings you com- what brings you back? He says, I enjoy the humor mixed with knowledge. Perfect formula for any podcast. And I'll I'll take that to my grave. Lovely. I'll put it on my gravestone. Um, so we've also got uh, you've also got Andy's as well. Yeah, got Andy's comments. I have. Yeah. Let's go let's, ahead. Yeah, let's go with those. All right. So his question was, if you could have any guests on the show, who would it be and why? Um, should, 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 is this is this similar to the dead and living one? It was a bit, wasn't it? Um, a bit, but I mean, let's go with living because you've done dead, so I have done cover off some new names. Um, I think I go with Kevin Smith um, because I, I've always enjoyed his podcasts. Um, I've always enjoyed the stuff he talks about. Um, again, he's he's a cult filmmaker, um, but then he also loves comic books as well. Um, he's passionate, like you know, he, he cried recently at One Division. You know, he's he he clearly loves the stuff. Um, so I'd love to just chat about him about kind of filmmaking. You know, his beginning, and then you know, comics in general, which I'm sure he would love to talk about. Um, and which is what I found when I was interviewing most of the 
the comic book people. They don't want to talk about their own shit. They want to talk about, you know, the sil- the Kirby Silver Surfer run or the, you know, um, you know, the Thor Kirby run and stuff like that. They want to talk about the comics they love as opposed to the comics mm. they're doing because it's work. You know, it's not necessarily as fun, but sometimes it is. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely Kevin Smith. You need a ten part for that, though. God, <laughs> both both of us are just blab constantly. <laughs> too much, far too much. Um, but yeah, um, so that was his question. Um, what's his comment? Um, so well, I just wanted to say quickly. Yeah, go on. Yeah, if we move on just quickly, I just think we've we've touched on this before. I think um, I don't know what your thoughts are on this because I know you said that you know you want to keep yourself in that in that kind of little window. But what I think if I was to see something from you and it t- ties in with what Andy's asked here, which is what I thought was a place to put it in was that I think you talking to creators would be really interesting, but I think I'd be interested in seeing you talk to those, those creators that are op- operating in kind of the indie world. Hmm. So, you know, somebody like, I just picked a few names of things that I've read recently because, you know, they're, they're kind of to the top of my head. So like James Tinian, the fourth, he's doing like something is killing the children. Hmm. Or like Tony put me onto Coffin Bound, so Dan Waters, you know, somebody like that would be really fascinating to hear what you'd get out of them. But yeah. then also, why not? Why not hear you talk to you know Scott Snyder or Ed Brubaker or you know it, you know why not? Why not imagine that's where it would go? I think I think they are writers who, as you just said about Kevin Smith, are passionate about what, not just what they do, but about how they've got there and where they've come from and who's inspired them. And I think um, they'd be impressed by your breadth of knowledge, I think, and it'd be a really interesting conversation. Yeah, I would I would love that. Um, I, I mean, I can I can certainly try. I think I think that's, like you said, I think that's something that might be in the offing because after the WrestleTopia podcast, because they, they contacted mm-hmm. me, which I thought, which, mm-hmm. you know, through the website, no less as well. Um, and they were just kind of like, hey, do you want to, you know, review this book and interview us? And I was like, yeah, which whichever one you want, I'll do it. Um, mm. And that was great. That was a great opportunity. And it, it came out really well. Um, I enjoyed that. Obviously, obviously, I was helping promote the book. Um, so obviously, um, can't be that critical on it. But it was actually genuinely, I'm, I'm not lying and saying it was a genuinely a fun book to read. Um, and these guys are lovely. And and we had similar interests and stuff. So um, I might I might branch out. I might see if I can maybe just send them a quick message and see if they'd be interested. The worst they will say is no, or they're too busy. Um, but absolutely. I, I'm absolutely, yeah, well up for, for it. I, I also don't want to lose... I don't want it to be all kind of um, creators. Of and course. Stuff. Again, I don't want to lose what we've established already. So still have my friends come mm. on or people I know, mm. or fellow podcasters. I don't want to lose that community. Um, but I, again, I think I might, yeah, I think I'll try that and see if, see if any of them get back to me and we'll see what happens. Keep that special for us little Patreons, and you know, yeah. that will make people, that'll certainly get people interested in helping out in that area. Absolutely. Yeah, that might be an idea. Certainly. I need to do something, something extra, definitely. Um, so uh, what else did Andy say? So he says some of his favourites were uh, Clone Wars, because you always find hidden gems. And I think we know what he's referring to here. Some that should remain hidden. Yeah. Um, the Ewok adventures. little fairy friends yeah those, fur- <laughs> those little furry bastards he loves so much on the on the forest moon of Endor yeah <laughs> um, yeah 
but he 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 enjoyed it. He had a good time. I had a good time. Oh, he had a great time. Uh, we had it. We had a great time. Um, but yeah, that and that's part of that's part of Andy's charm is no matter what he what he watches, he'll give it a go. Um, and as as uh, Natalie once put it, you know, you don't half you two don't half watch some shit, um, which, is, <laughs> which is true. It's totally true. Um, yeah, uh, but yes, um, absolutely right. I do enjoy the Clone Balls. I think he, I think I tend to do it with him more often than not. I am. Um, uh, I don't know why it just seems to happen that way. I think I think again he's one of these people that's kind of if I can find two similar films he'll watch them and we'll do it. Um, but there might be some people that no, don't necessarily want to compare certain films. But um, mm, mm. He's, he's always keen. Um, so yeah, no, excellent. Yeah, I'm glad he enjoys them and I, I enjoy him being on them as well. In terms of alterations, um, he doesn't think he needs to alter anything, but he is going down the same route that we've had before. He would like to see you branch out into YouTube. I am thinking of maybe possibly doing something quite similar to Andy, the way he has yeah. his format, and maybe just doing like uh, kind of mini reviews, um, possibly. Mm-hmm. Maybe like if I can do mini reviews, if it's possible. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, just kind of maybe 10, 10 minutes or something. And maybe that would be something I, I ask on Patreon. What would you like me to review? And then I'll put it on a YouTube video or we'll see. Um, but again, it's it's all in the offing. Stuff like this is in the offing. Um, uh, so that's good. Yeah, excellent. And you yeah. guys did a couple together, didn't you, that worked really well? You did a couple of Nick Cages, didn't you? Yeah, we did The Rock and we did uh, Rambo as well. And oh, that's no, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I tell you, no, you're right. We did um, we did Primal as well. That was at his house. Um, the other two we did over Zoom. Um, but they were great, great fun. Uh, always, I always love being on uh, Angry Andy reviews as well. Uh, always, just as fun as us getting together on my channel. It's always great. Um, quality, quality human being, Andy. As angry as he gets, deep down, <laughs> deep, deep down, Angry Andy Knowles is a big softy. Uh, and he, he even sent me, uh, even sent me some early birthday presents as well. Ah. He sent me a couple of Spider-Man figures, um, which which are, are like the retro ones that I uh, used to, used to own as, as a kid, and now they brought out more modern ones. Um, but they're the same versions I used to own, so that was um, weird. I don't know if he knew I owned those. I don't think he did, but it's a nice touching gift. So thank you again, Angry Andy. <laughs> so really, he is just as cuddly as an Ewok deep down. He is, and and, and also as deadly. Uh, and the last thing he said: so what do you uh, enjoy the most, and what keeps you coming back? So he said you have top rate and wide ranging knowledge um, and it's mixed with your casual and humorous flair. You're very sincere and you're accommodating to all your guests, which he sees as a talent in itself. Wow. That's very nice. Yeah. No, well, very true. Yeah. And and I, 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 to be honest, I'm pretty bad at taking compliments. So this is, this is very hard for me. I'm like quivering in my chair. People are being too nice to me. Something's going to go wrong. <laughs> um, I, I really, I genuinely, genuinely appreciate all, all the stuff everyone's saying, um, you know, especially from, you know, listeners and from guests. It's all, it's all amazing. And, and really it does, it touches me in a special place, um, which is my heart. Um, nowhere else. <laughs> nowhere else. Um yeah. Uh, what else? I've got a couple, haven't I? Okay, so I've got Dan Ketis. So he's asking a question. He said, if you could have any celebrity on your podcast, who would it be and why? Um, mm-hmm. so, so I said Kevin Smith, so I think that still still applies. Um, would it be the same for you, Jack? Who, who, what celebrity would you have on? Would it be uh, Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller? Well, I mean, uh, I'm not sure. I, I would think I would spontaneously combust, if I'm honest. <laughs> um Noah Hawley, I think, would be a fascinating guy. 
Uh, so showrunner for Legion and Fargo. Um, and he did Lucy in the Sky last year, the movie. Oh, he was going to do the Doctor Doom movie, wasn't he? Yeah. So I think he's a really interesting guy. I think he, I don't know if he's a celebrity, but he's a creator that I think would be an interesting guy to talk to. He's a, he's um, a famous person. That, that counts. Yeah, quite. Yeah. 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 So that's somebody else I think um, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in. Yeah. Uh, so I asked Dan, you know, what's his favorite moments, guests, anything? He said, Secret Defenders. I love uh, vociferously, love people vociferously defending misunderstood classics that they love. I especially love Mm. the Spice World episode for that reason. Um, Sorry, I can't remember the guest's name. That's Gary Dixon uh, and how the film helped him with coming out as gay. Mm. Yeah, exactly. One of my favorite moments as well, Dan. So good choice. Um, Three, any criticisms or things that change? Um, Can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, so that's good. I'll take that. No criticism. Yeah. That's no criticism is good criticism. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, number four, what keeps you coming back? I love how deep you get into the subject matter and shine a spotlight on forgotten or misunderstood classics. Thank you very much, Dan. Um, those are great, great comments and questions. I will definitely have you on again very soon. Uh, Dan actually wants to do a clone balls on um, mm. Batman versus Superman. And and civil war, which I think will be a very interesting mm. episode. He's he's got all of his thoughts ready. He knows exactly what he's going to say. So I'm going to try and get him on very soon for that. Um, and that will make a that'll be a very divisive one. Maybe um, it's not going to be in time for the Zack Snyder cut release, but um, but we'll do it. We'll do it sometime soon. So that'll be. I'm sure that'll kick off some Twitterati storm. I'm sure. Yeah, I bet. That's another behemoth of an episode as well. I know, I know. My God. Um, so I also spoke to um, I asked Dan Burgess to see if he could answer the questions. He's not answered. Uh, he's not asked a question, but he's he's basically just made a general comment about all the all the questions. Um, so a general answer to all these: your enthusiasm and knowledge for anything you're discussing shines through. As I've said before, you go for the deep cuts. Uh, you can discuss something that will make your listener want to dig out and find uh, that thing to watch, read, and listen for themselves, which isn't as easy as it sounds. Being a guest is fun, and you're a superb host. Let's be honest, you're just awesome. Well, you are awesome too, Dan, uh, and I've got him coming up soon. Um, and again, this will be these these will be out before probably before the hundredth episode, if not definitely. Um, uh, we're going to talk uh, Caligula. Oh, okay. Yeah, the controversial film mm. um, uh, Caligula. So that'll be that'll be an interesting, and that's going to be on a new format, which I'm going to talk about a little later. Um, but still quite similar as well. Um, so we, we we got Tony's questions, didn't we? We had Tony. We've done Tony, yeah. Tony, uh, let's see. I've got a question from Machine. So I'll just bring that up when my iPad isn't frozen for some reason. Technical difficulties. Hmm. Here we go. This, this is what exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. This is just it had to happen once. I know, right? I know, right? It's probably like it's probably saying, like, why are you still doing this podcast? Why is this going on? So <laughs> why are you keeping Jack up all night just to do this podcast? We're almost at the end, guys. We're in we're on the home stretch. Here we go. Rasheen's question was eventually, there it is. Um um, if you could have any guest on the show, dead or alive, who would it be? Um, 
this is a very popular question, uh, mm. <laughs> um, but we have answered it. I said Denny O'Neill and uh, Stan Lee and Kevin Smith if they're alive, um, and you've you've answered it as well before. What, what did you say again to those? So Bruce Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Uh, I spontaneously combusted when Sarah Michelle Gellar came on, uh, and yeah, Noah Hawley. Noah Hawley, that was it. Excellent, excellent choices. Um, Okay. Do you do you have any left, or was that was that everybody for you? That's everybody for me. Yeah. Cool. Um, I've got a one more, one more, and we're almost on the home stretch. Um, so th- I think I'm going to need a little help from you um, to do this. Oh, I'll try. So this is from Idle Cannibal, who's again a long long fan, uh, long term fan, and a friend of Dennis as well, and Paul. Um, she asks, how many Sam. Samuel Jackson movies can I name in 30 seconds? Oh, um, goodness. Do you have a timer? Yeah, I'll put it on. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's more of a challenge than a question, I think. Sure. Okay. Let's see what I can do. All right. You ready? I'll give you a count, count in. Three, okay. two, one, go. Star Wars Episode 1, 2, and 3, Pulp Fiction, The Hateful Eight, Arena, uh, Snakes on a Plane, Jackie Brown, um, uh, jumper, uh, Avengers, um, Iron Man, Iron Man Two, <laughs> Captain Marvel, uh, Spider Man Homecoming, uh, Avengers, uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, uh, Avengers: Civil War. Was he in that All one? Right. Oh man, why don't I start with Mar- Why don't I start with the Marvel ones? Why don't I just start? <laughs> To be fair, for the first 10 seconds, you were on one a second. That was pretty impressive. Oh, f- 15. So that, that was 15. good. One. Yeah, that's all right. I think that's good. That's like Every other second, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's pretty good for for uh, for my brain, has been as slow as it, as it is. So I'm all right with that. I'm happy with that. I think... I think Very uh, impressive at uh, this time of night after a long taxing okay. brain session, yeah. Yeah. Um, I won't ask you to do it because uh, you'll just steal all my answers. So, so there Absolutely, you go. yeah. Then I'll get one more and I'll... <laughs> um yes uh but back to back to uh idle idle cannibal that's not again not a real name just just her username um but idle cannibal says uh, funnily enough i really love the horror episodes um but my <laughs> but my favorites have been the ones where you talk about lesser known comic book villains um so top five batman villains or the uh mm. underrated spider-man villains i did with sean mason again lovely guy brilliant actor um guy i've worked with before um so yeah, I, I love bringing up. I love comic book villains. So that, there, that's my go-to. Like I think there's often comic book stories I will only read or will go to because I know that villain is in them. Uh, like I love Kang the Conqueror, for example. Um, I will hunt down every alternate Kang story there is and read it because um, I just think he's an amazing character and can't wait for him to be in the MCU. He's, he's coming. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, comic book, uh, comic book villains, and the controversial comics episode um, that was so interesting and informative, as well as fun to listen to. Yeah, it was quite a controversial list. Me and Dennis pulled out um, a lot of dark history to uh, comic books. Um, not not as woke as as sometimes they are or were. You know, like I think comic books were more woke you know, in the 60s, 70s, you know, introducing all these characters and stuff, um, you know, before films and TV started doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but then there's also you know the dark side of comic books as well and i'm i'm glad we kind of tackled that because i think that's important to do and to look at those horrible errors in judgment and creativeness and being creative um yeah, that was a good. That was a strong episode. I'm, I'm, I think the, the the audio quality wasn't the best, but I did really enjoy the, doing that and discussing that with Dennis. And again, fountain of knowledge, another fount of knowledge mm. is is Dennis, like you said earlier. Um, so yeah, great episode to bring up. So you know what, it, I, I love this that people are pulling their favorite episodes because it, it reminds me, and I go, yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Well, I forgot that one actually, and that was a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good good pull. That's you know, there's been so many over f- almost four years. I even I'm forgetting how good some of them were, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I was there. I did them. I remember them. Um, I so, you know, I sometimes listen to them back just to check the audio quality or mm. just just to kind of say, you know what, I enjoyed that one. Let me let me relive that. Um, yeah, it's fun. Um, so criticism wise, she said so possibly things more related to media like horror games or or board games. So she'd like to see more. Yeah video games and board games. That'd be interesting. Um, when, I'm not sure how... I mean, I could do a top five horror video games, I guess. I could do something like that. Um, I'm not sure about board games. I'll have to, I'd have to... I mean, I'd have to have someone to play them with for a start, so that might be a bit tricky. <laughs> um, I do I do kind of want to get back to the, the comic Terry's that we used to do, like me and Dan used to do, where we watched the animated thing. Because um, mm-hmm. Dennis is in my bubble, we could potentially, I could potentially do them with Dennis at the moment. Um, so maybe we'll go back and do some of those kind of animated movies or trilogy of episodes that, that I can fit in within one episode. So I might go back to that. So yeah, well, I'll, I'll see if I can look into, I mean, again, board games are not necessarily my forte, but I, it's something I can definitely try. I know I, know I have friends that are, very board game heavy, um, and, and that's their kind of niche. So maybe there's there's something there. So yeah, I'll, take, I'll definitely take that under advisement. Um, if you could see his face, listeners, the cogs are turning. You can see it happening behind ideas. the eyes. The ideas, yeah, the possibilities are endless. Um, yeah, I, I, the problem is I just can't fit all the stuff in. You know, in a month or in a year or or what have you. Um, I'll, I'll do my best. Like there's so many guests as well. That I wish I could have on. You know, throughout the years, um, more often as well. Like, um, but it's just sometimes just not possible. But I, I'm trying my best to do as much as I possibly can to make this the best I, it possibly can on the budget that I have and on the technology that I'm subject to and uh, and a victim to often, uh, like tonight. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, I will. I will do my best to keep this the best it can be. Um, so, what keeps uh, Idle Cannibal coming back? You always sound like you and your guests are enjoying yourselves. Always. Um, the episodes are always informative and interesting, and I really appreciate that. Keep up the good work and warmest congratulations on your 100th episode. So thank you very much for that. Lovely, lovely compliments. Um, right, that's the that's the end of all the comments and questions. Um, that's all the people that got back to me, but I'm glad no more got back to me or we'd be doing this all <laughs> Um, I, I did ask. I did ask a good big chunk of, of of my friends to to kind of get back and just say something, but they weren't able to. But that's fine. Again, I've got too much already. I've asked for too much. Um, clearly, uh, but this has all been great. Thank you so much for taking the time to message and to give your opinions and to answer those questions. It's been amazing. Again, really touched. Really, really appreciate everything you guys have done. Um, so I wanted to talk about before we finish. I wanted to just talk about some of the stuff I'm thinking of doing 
in the net in this year, hopefully, or possibly, mm. possibly into twenty twenty two. So there's a couple of formats of the podcast I've not done yet that I've been planning to do. Um, so one of them I like to call wrong direction. Um, now this is a format where me and a guest or myself would look at a big name director, but we would look at one of their lesser known films, mm. and then what we would do is we would ask, um, is it what happened here? And did the director go in the wrong direction? Was it maybe that they chose the wrong subject matter? Um, was it something, you know, did they decide to direct a musical that's outside their wheelhouse or their set of skills? Did the director go in the wrong direction? And is that because this film, and is that why this film is less remembered or is is slated as being bad? Um, so I would like to do that, but it does take a little bit of research again to kind of familiarize yourself with the filmmaker and their work and their filming techniques and their kind of what they like, the the kind of themes they like to tackle as well. Um, but I think I think me and Andy will probably do the first one, I think, because I think he's probably one of the best people to do that with. Um, possibly with Dan Ketis as well. So I'm looking to do that. I wanted to do it last year, but I never really found the time because of all those top fives got in the way. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna try and do that this year at some point. Um, uh, Danny B Sounds movie. Great. Danny B movies is quite. It's basically just me because um, I felt like I used the discussion, the Spider Knights, um, the discussion podcast. I kind of I muddied. I'd muddied the kind of branding. I think with that, so I basically just plopped that on whatever I wanted for a while. Um, but I want that to just be kind of discussions like the slasher one, like proper just broad discussions about something, uh, be it comics or films or what have you. So I'm going to stick that, keep that within the framework that we've made for that. Um, Danny B movies is years ago, my friends would be, the films I look at on the podcast are what I call Danny B movies or what my friends would call Danny B movies, which are weird cult films usually. Um, so this this idea is that um, I would just introduce someone to what I call a Danny B film. Um, so Caligula is going to be, or I also introduce myself to the films on occasion. Um, so I'm going to introduce them to what I consider a Danny B film. So the first one's going to be Caligula with Dan Burgess, because he's also a Danny B. So I thought, yes. that'd, be, I thought that'd be perfect. Um <clears throat> So the final one I've come up with kind of recently, I've, re, I've renamed it, um, and it's called The Last Stop on the Hype Train. So it's it's basically, I feel that there's a lot of films that people are like constantly bang on about, and I believe they're overrated just because they're, but I've never seen them. They're, I consider them overrated, but I've never seen them. So things like Casino or The Godfather or any of the kind of Oscar-worthy stuff, people bang on it, bang on about them so much, it just puts me off more and more. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do I'm gonna have somebody bring bring a film to me that I haven't seen, and it's basically like Secret Defenders but the opposite. So it's a popular film, and I go, is it overrated or was it worth watching? So it's kind of kind of a spin, kind of a little spin on um, on the Secret Defenders idea. Um, but I, th- I think that'll be it's gonna be a little interesting. It's gonna be difficult to find films that I've not seen. I think, but I think a lot a lot of those Oscar bait movies, as I would call them. Um, would would be a good way to go like award-winning stuff um but you know are they good they might be brilliant i've just never seen them or are they supposed to be as heralded as they are um and i'll find out um stuff like that so you know like like i said on uh tony's podcast recently i've not seen godfather part two everyone says it's great um i've seen the first one but not seen the second one but i've heard that's better but again it's just you know, Goodfellas, for example. I've not even seen Good. It seems to be a lot of Italian, <laughs> Italian gangster yeah. movies uh, that I haven't seen. But 
I, again, like when I was younger, everyone banged on about how good Pacino was and De Niro was, and that put me off again. Um, so I would prefer to watch films with Jack Nicholson or Dennis Hopper or, you know, Lance Henriksen or, you know, proper, you know, Bruce Campbell. You know, I'd, I'd rather see those actors that are, again, because that's my cult sensibility, I'd rather see those. Um, so it's kind of that, kind of, again, me getting out of my comfort zone and trying some new stuff. Um, so I'm hoping to do one of those as well, um, as I am the last stop on the hype train. That's when we get it. I was I was gonna I was gonna call it something else, but I was like, there's probably some copyright things that I probably should avoid with the t- that title. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, yeah, because it was the name of a song and it has hype in the title. I'm sure you can probably guess what it is. Um, but yeah, I was kind of like, yeah, I'll rebrand that just a little bit. Um, so, but I like the title and I'm sure it'll be fun. Um, yes, yeah, so I mentioned the YouTube mini reviews, possibly doing some YouTube stuff. Um, reaching out again, reaching out to more kind of famous people or creators um talking to them about their work you know much much like tony does excellently he reaches out to a lot of kind of uh comic book creators and he does that stuff so um i might try that and see see what comes up or maybe um maybe people that have worked on like lesser known marvel properties or dc properties or something um or some more independent stuff that i quite like who knows we'll see uh, but i will i will start uh, making those kind of advancements um I'm going to try and have a. I've, I've attempted to have a stronger social media presence as well. I'm trying to post several times a day and kind of do stuff and have lots of calls to action. Um, and I want to kind of push the Patreon as well and see what I can do with that to give you guys more bang for your buck, um, so to speak. Because I, I don't think I've I've nailed. I, I don't think I'm giving you as much as I could be. Um, I know there's certain people, I think most of the people on the Patreon are not really bothered about the the bonuses and stuff like yourself, um, but I still want to do that. And speaking of bonuses, I've I bought you a little gift that I'd like to send your way just to say thank you for coming on on the show uh, and for supporting me throughout. Um, and again, doing this double header of a podcast. Um, so yeah. When I receive it in the post, um, I'll get it sent out to your recorded delivery um, and get that get that out to you. Um, just send me your address and I'll send that out to you. Sure. But um, it was just, just again, just a way to say thank you for all that you've done, constant promoting, constant comments. You know, you've always got something to say, you know, whatever it may be. You might not particularly like that film. You'll leave a comment, but I always appreciate uh, what you've done and what you continue to do. And please don't go anywhere. <laughs> Oh, now, now I've got my gift. You know what I mean? You know, that's it. I'm off. Bye. That's it. No, right, see you later. Um, no, 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 no. Um, it's a treat every Friday when um, the new episode drops. Yeah. Again, again, when I was early on, I was just like, I'm going to edit this. I'm just going to release it now. But I've kind of, everything's kind of a bit more stable now. Um, release it on a Friday, make sure it's always out on the Friday. Um, every couple of weeks, at least every couple of weeks, have at least one there for you. Unless, unless it's a special month. Um, I'm really looking forward to Samurai Month coming up. That's going to be a cool one. Um, some, we've got some great stuff. You you know what's coming, but if anybody else wants to know, they've got to get on Patreon and find out. Um, they do. They've earned that right. They have. They have. You know. and, and you guys as well. You guys have picked the, the theme month, the first theme month for next year, for 2022 as well, which from the looks of it, I'm, I'm leaving the, the poll up for a while, um, but from the looks of it, it, it may well be uh, Wizard Month. Mm. Mm. So that would be fun because I've not really tackled that many kind of fantasy films. So I thought that'd be a good good topic. Uh, we've done sci-fi, done Western, doing all this stuff from Japan this year. Um, so, yeah, I think fantasy is the next step. 
um, the next extreme step. And then I'm not sure what maybe the second theme month would be. Um, if you have any ideas, let me know because I'm 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 well up for anything. Um, or again, I'll just give you the choice between two, and we'll see what happens. Plenty of niche categories out there to uh, to select from. You, you have no idea the amount I've I've come up with. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> there's so many weird and wacky ones I could go go deep diving into. I'm, I kind of I like I like the more general um, ones because it allows me to pick like a comic book around that genre as well. Um, but I've got ones that are based more in comics and more in film, um, you know, all sorts of stuff. But anyway, that is for the future. Um, and so was this podcast. We are recording in March, but this will be released in May. So this is all. Far in the past now, when people are hearing this, far in the distant past. Um, we may even be allowed out of our houses at that point. Who knows? Oh, my God. Fingers crossed. Can you imagine? <laughs> I could listen to this walking around again, finally. I could listen to all the podcasts it's walking about. Garden. Oh, that'd be lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sunshine and a pint in front of you. Stop it. Stop it. You're teasing me now. You're teasing me. <laughs> It's not. It's not good. I can't. No, no. Stuck in this. Stuck in this flat all by myself. But luckily, I have. I have people like you to talk to to reach out to. Um, but yeah, that's it. That is. I think we are done. Uh, I think you've done. You've done. You pulled double duty tonight. So I re- again, I really do appreciate it. Really, thank you. Time is great. It's been great. It has been a, a great laugh. It's been. It's actually been great getting to know you and talking to you. You know, face to face. Um, you know, I, I feel like I know you all the better. Um, and and the kind of the reason we're, we're recording this in March was because because I'm going to be on your podcast very shortly at the end of March. Um, and and I love I love Tony. I love your podcast. I love you. Um, and I but because this is the hundredth episode, and I do have a specific time frame in mind, I didn't want it to clash with Samurai Month. Um, I, I decided to do it now rather than later because I felt that. If we did, if I did record with you and then recorded this later, uh, I don't think it would have been as as genuinely as nice or as as unique as as this has been because this has been really special. I hope loads of the other people appreciate how special this has been, um, but because it's been it's been genuinely a treat, um, and I can't wait to be on. I mean, that podcast is going to be out way before this, so so. Yeah. <laughs> so technically, it's kind of it, it's probably you know it's all reverse timey wimey wibbly wobbly, but. It's all worked out for the best. So, so this has been fantastic. Um, um, where can people find you and your podcast on on, on the interwebs, uh, on the social media? Where can they find you to follow it, subscribe to it, and follow you on on the social media? Yeah, I'm most active, like yourself, um, on Twitter. Um, so, in terms of communication in that way, I'm I am Jack's Musings. It's J A C S. I do posts under the same name on WordPress, and that's what you referred to very kindly earlier with my random thoughts, which can range from a single line, as it has done recently, to um, yeah, a bit more of a an emotional uh, outburst, as as I refer to with, with Mandalorian. Um, but it's just it's com- same as yourself, really. It's completely random. It's what I've been drawn to that day to watch, read, um, or experience. Um, and then, yeah, the podcast now, the newest venture, is part of the Comics in Motion network. Um, I'm not very good at this stuff. They're on all good podcast catchers, I think I've heard other people say before. Yeah, you can um, see. They are <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um, but they're a nice bunch of guys, and there's loads of good shows on there. Like I say, their mission statement is to release something every day. Um, and there's something for everybody, which hopefully Season's Greeting is um, something new, which will uh start catching on a little bit as, as we continue to go and get a bit better with it. And we start to have some lovely guests on ourselves. 
Yes, sir. I will be. I'll do my the best I can um, with that because again, I'm having much a lot of fun with it, and I love I love being guests on other people's podcasts as well. I think I think my two best uh, guest spots, if you call them that, uh, was with Tony and with Max, uh, the life and death of Captain Marvel, um, and Severed that we covered recently in his indie comic spotlight. I think they brought out the best of me as a guest. Um, and yeah, I had a great time just chatting. And again, like this, you just start talking, it's natural, it's fun. And then you're like, oh my God, we talked for two or three hours. What's going on? Um, you know, however, however long it takes. Um, but again, get somebody who's passionate about something. And that's, that's half your job, I think, as, as a podcaster in this type of podcast anyway, uh, the type of ones that we do. Um, and I thought you did very well with your uh, your very difficult task of uh, defending Blake Trinity. Um, yeah, uh, I took one on there, didn't I? But um, I, I, it was I valiant. It was a valiant, valiant quest, I think, because um, I, I, it reminded me when I was listening to it. I, I posted about it, I retweeted your uh, podcast, and I said it reminded me when I was on Nerdify, and we did what we called a nerd debate. So we take two. Mm pair them and it'd be it's like um it's like they do with the comic movies on trial um that you that you were that you were on just the same um but it was it was buffy which josh had who he is a big fan of and i had blade and it, it's 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 no contest to compare those two like buffy yeah. buffy won like every, i'm sure every category buffy won like blade is great but it's not it's not yeah it's not gonna work and i think i think it was the same yeah, exactly. Like Buffy is a cultural phenomenon and changed everything. TV, you name it. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, for me, you can find me at Secret Balls on Facebook. Um, it's at Dan underscore Balls on Twitter, and it's Spider Dan Secret Balls on Instagram. And don't forget to use the hashtag Prepare for Prattle. And for everything else you need to know about the podcast, swing over to Spider Dan and the Secret on the World Wide Web to email me, read reviews, and learn how you can support the podcast. Uh, speaking of supporting the podcast, I'd like to thank my patrons on Patreon, including I am Jack's Musings, Paul Meller, Max Byrne, Tony Farina, and Scott Hodgson. All we've already mentioned and. Are amazing guys and thank you for you know you're going to be on the if you're not been on the podcast already you're coming on it this year promise all of you um Jax is here um scott's coming up very soon um i've got uh, max has been on it um tony's coming up as well um paul meller is going to come on very soon as well i think we'll probably do that with dennis as well um but we have ideas the wheels are beginning to turn so uh thank you again uh for continuing your donations it's very much appreciated and it helps keep prattle world turning and thank you guys for joining us for our hundredth episode um who knew who knew eh? just who knew mm -hmm. um, and thank you for your continued support. Thank you for listening. Continue to do all the good things. Um, and I'll give as much love as I, could, I can back. And again, I've said it about a million times, but thank you. 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 Thank you to everybody involved, guests and listeners. Keep doing what you're doing. You guys are amazing and make my day all the easier. Make getting out of bed all the easier because I know I've got to deliver stuff to you uh, that you guys will love. So again, brilliant. And this is us signing off. We're done. Um, Jack, again, thank you. Um, this has been great. I know, I, you know, it's probably past your bedtime now, I'm sure. Um, Squeeze in a buffy, don't worry. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Squeeze in one. Um, yes, so uh, that's everything. So um, goodbye, guys. And again, you've been great. Jack's has been amazing. Um, and I, I've been pretty spectacular, amazing. 
Um, all of the good as ever. Adject- as all the good adjectives that I use for myself. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, everybody. Take care. <laughs>